0: Welcome to
1: Free Fall RC Podcast. Alright, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Andy.
0: Hey guys. Ian?
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Alright, and for the folks I can see, we have a special guest, Dan Turiak, aka Gucci what up fellas <laughs> all right <laughs> this is episode 332 fellow podcaster series volume 6 with dan teria what a mouthful that thing That yeah who come that up with that
0: t- that's name that title that's awful i, I, know, I know i mean
2: you know gucci is a mouthful what can i say i'm a big <laughs> yeah
0: that's not what i heard
3: but go ahead.
2: Whoa! Don't give the secrets in the first five seconds and nobody
1: will listen. Sorry. You gotta create a suspense. Uh huh,
4: uh-huh. All right, on that note, let's catch up with everyone.
1: Who would like to go first? Uh,
4: I can go ahead and go first. Um, right I did not fly. I The only thing hobby related I did was on Discord. Um, I worked this week uh i did have a couple days off but i was just kind of done with like everything i just like relaxed both of those days did not do anything um i think the only uh fun thing i did other than spend time with the kids uh, i actually bought a uh, ring camera for the apartment so actually uh pranked pranked the kids with it it was hilarious um uh, First I got it all set up. The kids were uh, at summer school. It was like their last day of summer school, but I, uh, I had it all set up and everything. And just to test it out, I pranked the dog. Like I had stepped out back for a cigarette and I heard the dog barking. And it's like, so I turned on the camera and I was like, shut up, Roxy. And then she kept barking. I you know, told her, to shut up again. She comes running out from like by the, you know, from behind the couch and everything. She's just, like looking for me. She's just like confused. It was it was hilarious. And I even did the same thing with the kids. Um, like after they got home from school, I, I stepped off like I was going to go and grab the mail or whatever and got got on the ring app. And my youngest one was the first one to run up. But I was like, I'd like to play a game. And she just she just had that really horrified look. and She's like, OK, dad, where are you? Really? <laughs> so she caught on. quick. Uh, she's gonna be nine next month and then the the other one's 10. Okay so not too young okay yeah so I, I mainly got it because it's like you know I do live in an apartment. Uh, it's it, it's not a horrible neighborhood but you never know. it's like break-ins can happen and then not to mention they're getting to the age to where I can you know leave the house to go to the store real quick and then not to mention if if there's ever a day I have to like go to work and don't have a sitter I, I can at least be sure that they're all right you know kind of thing so they're getting close to that age so that's one of the reasons i got it i think next you know i'll end up getting the the doorbell cam that that way because i always park literally right in front of my apartment so it's like if anybody was to break into my shit i'd be able to at least see something but yeah um well, other than that that's pretty much all i've done Discord was fun, as always. Uh, Gucci, you were there. Uh, so was Kevin. Check. Uh, <laughs> but still, um, yeah, Shaggy did show up for a little bit. He wasn't there for long. It doesn't seem like he's really... Like run in and say like a couple F-bombs and then just run out? <laughs> Pretty much. I, I think he was it. only there for like a half hour this past Friday. But no, it was a lot of fun. I, I think we all logged off probably about 11 Central, so midnight for you guys. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, but that was probably the only thing hobby related I did.
0: All right.
2: Not bad.
0: Yeah. Well, I can go next. Go for um, it. Got my uh, notification from Shannon, only find Hellies, my RAW, my 580 RAW Nitro. Has shipped. Should be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to getting that and add it to yes. the stack of unbuilt helis and boxes.
5: <laughs> I
1: was about to say, don't you have uh, some helis on your bench right now? That's yeah, I've, in got, the way? I've got
0: one in the way and two more in boxes stacked up. Jesus. Plus the little one. I never did open the box on the little M2. Damn. Just
1: push it aside. Push the vector uh, aside from- and just get the 580 nitro going. Yeah, Steve
4: from sunny South Florida would be so proud of you. I
0: I mean, you joke. You joke, (laughs) Steve. But I might push the specter to the side and do that because I haven't had a nitro in like several years. And so I, I really need to get it going for fun fly season.
1: Yes.
0: I've had plenty I mean, of seven hundred electrics. You to it's just fly it
1: in your back you know yeah. your apartment. Ugh,
0: so No, I fun. know, but I mean it's 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 always fun to fly a nitro at the event with the smoke and the yes. late evening golden hour stuff and all that. So maybe and I'll do exciting. that. I got to yeah. go through my engine and make sure it's okay. Stick it in there. Shouldn't take too long to build. We'll see. I'm not going to promise any time it's going to be done or anything. I'm not crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, the,
2: don't don't feel bad because I haven't even cracked the seal on my box. Yeah, with the 580 nitro. I'm like, I'm just, you know, like I got it, it got sent to me, but then like I was pretty busy, so right. I, you know, you you might beat me to it. I don't know. You know
0: I I wouldn't put money on that honestly, but <laughs> <laughs> my record would indicate otherwise.
1: Uh, is it gonna be a race? Who's gonna take the longest? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, maybe.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um, other than that, I've done nothing else. No flying this week. Been kind of busy. I feel Can like a broken on? record that I'm busy with the farm stuff, but I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is, and it sucks.
4: Mm. It's your bread and butter. I guess. So what? Yeah. It's also his pain in the
0: ass, apparently. It's a pain in
4: the
0: ass. <laughs> it's just been—it's just never ending. It seems like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah. oh well. It's like I said. It's—it'll be. I'll get it done when I get it done. How's that?
2: Well,
4: sounds promising. We're
2: we'll, we'll waiting. Okay. You know, let's keep, you know like I want to be able to still be able to see the helicopter by the time you're done. <laughs> you know, and I will have cataracts and. Being an uh, assisted living, you know, fine.
0: Well,
1: I'll have the surgery by then. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> yeah, your, yeah. I I'll get you some some of those, you know, big magnifying glass. You can see.
1: Yeah, Ian the will light. be.
2: Yeah, Ian will be like <laughs> emptying out bedpans and stuff by the time you get that thing done. We'll be in yeah.
4: trouble. He already Andy does change that. He his own bedpan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be,
2: he'll be, he'll be F you, Gucci. Go do your own. Oh, listen <laughs>
3: up, you whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Man.
0: So, all right. I was really bummed because mm. I didn't get to go to Dragonfly. I, I did do the wedding and all worked out okay, but I was really bummed out the entire time because I didn't get to go to Dragonfly. So, Steve, how was the event? Tell us all about it.
1: Dragonfly was fantastic. It was a great event. Um, All right, yeah, that was it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, it was very, uh, very... <sighs> it's, it's great that we talked about, in our last episode, we talked about, you know... Uh, bring our families to events and stuff, because yeah. that's what I did. I was like the family guy to the event with the, you know, with Chloe and Hunter and, uh, you know, all the kids running around with Chloe, you know, kind of, Chloe's kind of like the ringleader of all the kids right. now. She's just you know, running around or sitting out and drawing and stuff. So, but I mean, the event was great. It was so good to see so many, you know, obviously so many people I know, um, mm-hmm. pretty much everyone I know from North Carolina was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just just too many names. I'm not gonna do it injustice by trying to remember who who don't you know, give a shout out, but you know the the main folks that I need to shout out is of course John, uh John Titus, and mm. Craig, and, and the Rams Club for for hosting this event. It was you know it's great. Um You know the the heli deli was open, you know, and all that stuff. The food was being served. Uh, then the pilot's dinner was uh like a pulled pork sandwich uh with mac and cheese and and some beans and and coleslaw yeah and it was great um you know kids loved it everyone was eating it was good um weather i mean friday you couldn't ask for pretty much any better weather i mean it was hot don't get me wrong thursday and friday it was hot um but it was great though uh it's, I don't know, just so many flights and just so many people. It's it's all the usual things when you go to a fun fly, right? So it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of memories, you know. I left for a little bit and someone jacked my one wheel and, and I heard, uh, went around really fast and, and figured the limits of the one wheel and then got thrown off that one wheel like a fish in the air. Mm hmm. I've what, what seen Cliff that happen Lewis.
0: a couple times. No,
1: no, no. It wasn't Cliff Lewis, but let's just say it's someone that we all know that recently might have joined a team that he was previously on. And, you know,
5: we all know this. You noticed.
1: know, the taller
2: they are, the harder they fall mm-hmm. kind of he person. He's pretty tall. you know, At least oh, yeah. definitely
1: taller than I am. He in,
0: should know in, better. I think, think he's done that before.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Seriously. I mean, yeah. For that. And then, you know, he had this bright idea to well, let me do it again, and when it throws me off, the ground is wet, so I'll just plant <laughs> my feet and slide like, skin, right. you know. Yeah, sh- how'd that work I'm, out? Yeah. No, 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 no. I heard you were <laughs> flopping in the air like a fish again. <laughs> <laughs> I've,
0: I've had a couple people superman off my board. It, like, uh-huh. They're like, oh, this, this goes good, and then they just start going faster and faster. I'm like, dude, not you got it, you can't go too push. fast. And <laughs> once you reach the limit, the you know, physical limits of the electric yeah. motor, it's got no more to give to keep you balanced. Like, so the nose right. hits the ground. <laughs> the dude goes flying through the air. It's That's happened a couple of times.
1: So much fun. It's so funny Ooh. to see. Um, he but, was okay. No, no damage. You know, he yeah. almost rolled an or He, yeah.
2: <laughs> Questionable, no damage. I mean, I think we want to say that you should yeah. check the condition before you got on it. Mm, mm. Just saying, so.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was great. Um, Besides that, like, yeah, you know, it was just great to see all the A-Main go- uh, folks, you know, all the BK Hobby folks, like, yeah. all the RCHO folks, like, uh, a bunch of, you know, Helly Direct folks, like, Nick Wisdom, um, it was good to see him and hang out with him for a bit, uh, just, there's just so many people, um, it was great to have my kids there, I thought it was, uh, you know, you know, there's always a moment where I'm like, oh, man, like, it's getting late, you know, and I start worrying, like, shit, should I, like, try to bring them back to the hotel? Or they're going to want to stay, you know, and all this right. stuff, man. Um, they're they're great, you know. I think uh, Friday, they, were, they stayed till, I think we, you know, maybe, like, I don't know, we stayed till, like, 12 or 1 or something like that. Yeah. And then the second day, they are like, you know, yeah, we're tired, and, you know, and I was like, yeah, I don't mind going back to the hotel. And it was around, like, 10 o'clock, so I mm-hmm. dropped them off. And then I came back and um, it did rain Saturday night, so that's part of the thing. Was like it's you know it's kind of raining and stuff, so it's not yeah. much that kids can do but stay underneath the stay right. in or stay underneath the uh, the main um, pavilion carport thingy that they have there. Um, so yeah, I dropped them off at the hotel and I came back and you know people flying and stuff, There's still night flying and things going on, so it's good. Um, the rain actually I thought helped Helped kind of um, with the bugs. Yeah. With Dragonfly. Cooled it
0: down a little, maybe a
1: little bit. Yeah, it or kinda cooled really. it down a little, you know. It was pretty hot and humid and just mm. kinda you know, it's just the weather we, we have to deal with in June, you know, down here right. in the inner south, I guess. So but um yeah, it was it was fun. Um if you haven't gone to this event, um you really need to go. Um if you missed this year's event and you all know who you are. I'm not gonna shout your names out. Uh, but um you know, next year, got to go. Um, uh, This year did hold uh, a higher record of uh, nice. pilots than last year. I think only about, about like six. I think it was like 61 versus 67. That's still so, a good turnout. So, yeah, it's a good turnout. And yeah. there were folks, like I said, that went last year that I didn't see this year. So, you know, that means other folks, mm-hmm. you know, in and also more, right? So, it was fantastic. So, yeah. I think, you know, yep. John, Craig, and everyone did a fantastic job.
0: Yeah, it's a great, it's a really great field. It's a good club. It's one of my favorite events, to be honest. I, yeah. You don't know how bummed I was to not get to go.
3: hmm Yeah.
1: So, yeah. And then beyond that, um, you know, I kind of got back and I was, you know, this was kind of like yesterday, um, Sunday and yesterday. Checking my email, my personal emails. And I, I kind of got some emails from from my club. A couple of my club members, you know, um, asking... Well, how how about I put this here? I guess someone emailed them, <laughs> and they're like asking me for help. So, yeah. so there's this one guy, Glenn, that uh, reached out to to one of my club members, Tom, and and I got his contact info, and he wants uh, he needs some help setting up some helicopters. So, so yeah, I, I responded to him, you know, and gave him a call. So it was kind of cool to be nice. able to help out some local folks that are, you know, still in the hobby. And I mean, this guy's. He's definitely an older gentleman because, you know, when he kind of first started, like, yeah, I was a member back 15 years ago. And, you know, and <laughs> the last two helicopters I built was a something gasser and a Nexus 30. And I'm like, awesome. That's cool. You know, he's again had a, you know, um, a Zenoa 26 in it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's awesome. What do you need help with? He's like, <laughs> He's like a Blade Fusion four uh, four seventy or four eighty or four seven whatever that size is. Yeah. I was like, oh okay, no problem. You know, I can help you out. And and then he's trying to go through the whole thing of like what you know what he's currently going through and stuff. So like you know, I'm trying to I'm trying, I'm gonna try to help him out and you know meet up with him I guess and get his helicopter fly maybe maiden for him make sure it's all good and and hopefully help another uh person get back into helicopter.
0: Yeah, nice. You
1: know, yeah. That's awesome i've been doing a
2: lot of that too like trying nice. to get folks that were used to be in the heli you know mm-hmm. kind of doing a lot of helis yeah they got out there and i'm like you know like there's some that my club like the club president i just give him the transmitter fly to puma he's like you no 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 i'm like just, <laughs> yeah just, just go fly box any of them yeah mm-hmm. well like i don't even like the club president used to be like uh f3c competitor
1: back Oh, okay yeah no you're mm-hmm. good then yeah here you go <laughs> he
2: just stopped like when they went to fly
1: barless he just stopped like I he was his setup a lot of people find that mm-hmm. setup to be just like whoa it's a whole new world and you know yeah and i it's... i just gave him the
2: radio and he just started flying i've seen him like i gave him logo he 200 well. mm-hmm. he he flies that thing like i mean not no 3d just big air but he was yeah. like man, this thing is like unlimited, you know, you know, climb. And I'm like, yeah, that's 1,550. He's like, how much? What's the head speed? And he's like, we were running everything we had, 2,100 RPM on nitros and this and that. And I'm like, no. So it, it's it's a lot to ask the old generation now, like to make them understand. It's like, at least you got them when, you know, they got a blade. So that's, you know, new were Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, maybe you could help me with the XL this. And I'm like, "Mm, nope. uh, Probably not. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to be honest with them. I'm not going to sell them, you know? That's awesome, though, that there's a resurgence of old time helipiles down. Yeah. Maybe. And and
1: it happened. Yeah. Yeah, And it kind of happened again. I mean, prior to this as well, um, when I joined this club in, in mid VA, you know, the mid VA RC club, um, there was a guy who Tony, you know, he flew like whatever, like 60, 70 inch, you know, 3D planes, and he sport flew them around. And he, you know, always was like, oh yeah, I have the T Rex and this model and Goblin 500 and this. And I was like, oh yeah, bring him out. Let's you know get him set up and fly again. He's like, right. okay, and he did. And now he has an XL Power 550, and he crashed the lat the two weekends ago, whatever it was, and. And he's like excited because he just sent me some, you know, pictures. He's like, it's all back together and I mean, he's like ready nice. to go again. And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> let's do it, you know, it's awesome. So so I love it that, you know, and he's like he's a retired, you know, he's like I think sixty something or fifty something, or you know, he's he's older, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. And one other thing I did and I don't know if I I I, I guess I've been doing some work on the back end for that uh, that Hannover RC um, Fun Fly that I'm CDing, I guess. So, um, yeah, I think we're get, gonna try you to do guess, some or you, stuff. What do you, you mean you guess? guess? Yeah, you guess I mean, or you're doing it because I'm doing it, but it's just something that they asked me to do, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll do it, you know? Like, but yes, I'm doing it. Yes, I'm the CD of this event. I'm gonna be doing this. It's October 14th and 15th over here in Bright. Uh, No, sorry, right east of Richmond, Virginia, in Mechanicsville, Virginia, and it's a great field, farming farmers' field, like you know, huge as far as you can fly, kind of deal. Um, Please don't fly too far because nobody wants to walk out there when they crash. Um, But you know, they have (laughs) tall grass and they have a geotech runway and stuff. So, um, but the club seems very open and friendly to helicopters, um, and they want like they want more of a helicopter presence coming into the to the to the club and so they want to throw a heli event kind of promote the helicopter side of it and also see if they can attract any membership to any local pilots that are around you know per say like someone like myself who's you know not too far about 45 minutes to to that place right
3: yeah so
1: so yeah right. so yeah I'm gonna do it it's called Hanover RC Helifest um, not my idea but you know that's the name that we thought of and uh, I'll be just trading a simple flyer um, and getting uh, getting that up ready soon. Um, we are going to have a raffle, I think. So some sponsors have uh, already reached out to some sponsors to uh, see if they want to help out. We'll see. Sweet. All right, cool. Another event. Man, I have been, I've looked at my calendar and it's <laughs> like, oh, Ohio, free fall. And then it's like all this other stuff, like with, you know, family and everything other like then like uh, Helly's extravaganza and, and then like all the uh, It's just like nonstop For the next, I don't know, three months Like every mm-hmm. other weekend there's something going on Yeah so, Summertime in the north, you know that Yeah
0: mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn Are we going to have too mm-hmm. many events at some point? It seems like there's a lot Which is I, I good, the it's great Don't get me up wrong, up but it seems like there's one every other week. Yeah. Somewhere. One like
2: every other weekend. Yeah. 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 I think I think when we picked our date in July, one, we, we had to push it because they've always had bad weather in, in June. Mm-hmm. And then we picked it in July last year and it was bad weather, kind of, you know, for part of Saturday. Right. But mm-hmm. the thing was, we, we only picked July because there was nothing in right. like in it's the month of July. People. Yeah. You know? And now, wouldn't you know it? chi Town up in Chicago is doing a fun fly the same weekend.
3: Oh, like you're kidding?
2: kidding! Is that, yeah.
3: is that, no, is that far enough?
2: Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't
1: really. You know, I it guess they their advertising is. If they got sanctioned, it's far enough. They're okay yeah. with
2: it. Devin. Well, it's probably problem. like what three, two, three hundred miles to Chicago from where? Where are we at? So yeah, I think it's it, far it, enough. Yeah. But like you know, I, have, I was initially I talked to Mitch Marozas to come to Ohio, and he's like, "Well, we got a local," and I'm like, "I get it,
3: you know, mm-hmm. it
2: is, you know, it is what it is." But that's yes. that's good. Kind of goes to what you're saying, Andy, which is what is too much, you know? Right. I don't know. Like I really don't know what's too much.
5: Yeah.
0: Because
2: just, you you you're robbing one from the other. Right. And at the end of the day, you
0: are right to a certain degree. Well, and it's. It's different than probably it used to be when there was every local club had a, had a group. So if there was an event 200 miles away, it didn't matter because there was 50 people show up at this local event and 50 at that one. But now we all travel two, 300 miles sometimes to go to events. And if you're somewhere in between, you, you got one, a hundred miles one way and a hundred miles the other, then you have to choose which one you mm-hmm. want to go to. Yeah, yeah. So. And,
1: and you know, with that choosing, right? I mean, what are we talking about? Like, it's your time off, right? Like, you mm-hmm. have to take. Okay, which event do I need to take the time off to go to, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're not the same weekend, yeah, exactly. If not you the got, same weekend, right? You still yeah. gotta. You can still only do so many.
3: Right. Through the summer, you, you can't go Friday every weekend, something, right? To something, mm-hmm. yep.
2: yeah. Yep. And another the thing is, you know, when do we do? Most of us do family vacations. That some too. right, right, right,
1: that and so, suffering on the family side,
2: yeah, yeah. So it, it's, I, I feel like is money set aside is not really a money issue, right, necessarily. It's a time
3: issue, it's more a time, issue. Time,
1: time is the most, yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's why, like, honestly, like, when we say we want to fly at night, it's probably because the, you know, like, I want to go to all these events if I could, but that means that I'm not going to get there until Saturday morning,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right, drive through the night. So, guess what? I'm going to get my
1: flying time at night. Right. So, All night.
0: So,
1: yep. As much as I could handle. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? I mean, how many people go, right? Like, even if it's, like, a more local place, right? Like, it's, okay, mm-hmm. three hours away. Okay, I'm going to just go right after work at 5, and I'll get there at 8.
5: Mm-hmm. If there's
1: no night flying, that sucks because you, are like, you meet up if everyone's ever just already done flying. They've kind of, like... Right. Spent for the day, you know, now they're talking about all the flights that you missed out on because you're working and you're like, I can't even throw down. And, you know, like I want to throw down a flight. (laughs)
2: Yep. So, so,
1: yeah.
2: It's tough. It's, you know, like, I mean, you know, like we were talking earlier, some of us were, we had to give up something to go to Arizona, which is a huge, you know, you mm
1: -hmm. know,
2: so Kevin wish he you know uh, mcgrady wish he could go to Urcha but he just doesn't have the time period like he would have to go in the negative like you know because of everything that he has going on family and so on and so forth so it's tough man yeah. Yeah. so I, I don't know what the right answer is all i know is like you know like don't be mad if some people don't make it to the event
0: yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> i'm just sitting here thinking like this is such a fucking first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to all the events. I oh, <laughs> <laughs> can
2: guess, guess is five, six dollars, and we're like, we got too many of them. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, know, like right?
0: oh we're such old. a bunch of sp- spoils. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> On that note, let's go into our main topic here, huh? Or actually, let's get to. Uh, Let's catch up with Dan. Uh, Want to an update in the last couple, like a week or two or whatever?
2: I could do this past weekend because a lot of things happened for me this weekend. So uh, I did some flying. It was one day this weekend that I flew, and it was Saturday. But uh, you guys will not believe where I went and flew the heli the whole day, Saturday, into the night. And if you had to have some guess what took place this past weekend huge event in ohio
1: non-heli ohio non-heli flight fest oh yeah Mm, same weekend yes that's right yes did you go
2: so i went nice 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 i
1: heard you talking
0: about it on the heli heads i was like i hope he goes to that or went to it because that's such a great thing
2: yeah, that's so great I, event, yes. I had to stay local um, mm-hmm. so I couldn't come to Dragonfly because I literally, like, months ago, I took to John. I'm like, John, I'm not saying 100% because nothing is 100%. Well, family stuff came up. I'm like, you know what? I, I just can't. I can't leave because my wife had things on Friday night. Right. And she didn't come home until late. So I'm like, you know what? So then, you know, one of my buddies from the local club that's, you know, he, he likes to, he's thinking about getting into helis, but he was like, hey, I'm going to Flyfest the whole week. And I'm like, oh yeah, you are? He's like, yeah, just can you, you know, do you want to come out? Can you come out? Because, you know, we would love to because he every time I fly, like he's helios, he's like in tune, like he wants nice. to see more. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll probably show up, no promise, but I might be there sometime Saturday. So Saturday was a a clear day for me, my wife was like, yeah, I don't care. It's, like, literally 12 miles from my house. Oh, my oh God. shit. 30-minute <laughs> drive. You should be in okay. there
0: every night. <laughs> yeah,
2: you should
1: have gone every day.
2: So, I was like, okay, you know, let's let's go. So, I go out there. I meet my buddy. You know, I showed up with, like, just helis, charger, and a generator, like, in a chair. Like, mm-hmm. I had nothing else. Yeah. And I pull in, and it's, like, a thousand people.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
2: Huge, right? You've so never like, been before? Never been before. It like I Urcha knew <laughs> I yeah, knew yeah. I knew where they halt held it. I knew yeah. what it was. I've seen videos and pictures.
3: Uh-huh. I visit,
2: yeah, I visited the Edgewater golf course that flight like, mm-hmm. test in my ass. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. like I was like, okay, I'll go. So I show up and I'm like, like when I first saw it, I'm like, this is what Urcha was.
1: 2012 you know so nice everyone is so nice all the the ambassadors or you know the people helping so
2: nice the biggest thing that was like what a like complete 180 degree difference the crowd right because you have a thousand people but a third if not more are kids
3: Mm -hmm. like
2: ages seven to like 17 18 20 you know like that whole young demographic yep Oh my god, it was just incredible, right? right? So I meet up with my buddy and you know, he was like, you know, hey, what's going on? He was he slept in, so I had to go wake him up, helicopter style, the Heli event, <laughs> you're not sleeping in at eleven mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning, it's just not gonna happen. Mm. So finally he woke up, I got set up, so then I start flying. Well, these guys, generally speaking, even if they saw a video here and there, they don't know. They just don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So off the bat, you know, I start flying off the center stage. So, uh, you know, I just to kind of warm up. So I,
1: I start flying, and they're just losing it. Wait, you know, there's like supposed to be like a heli flight line usually, and it's nowhere near center stage usually. And I definitely
2: warmed up, and then I'm like, let's go fly the center stage, and they're like, <laughs> Are you sure? Because they don't really, you know, like follow patterns. And I'm like. <laughs> I got two Pumas, ones and I'm not afraid to lose one <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Poor kids out there with their, their uh, phone board planes.
2: Dude. Oh, so I went to center stage. Right. I didn't do it. Like when there was like combat. Cause they have like events throughout the oh, day. Yeah. Like, they, mm-hmm. they have like, they had this like, dude, I, they had this, um, B 17
3: mm-hmm.
2: that it was literally like, if you took my car and it was literally each wing was the size of my car. Yeah. It, okay. it, it was huge, huge Cubs, like, I mean, just amazing stuff that they had trying. Right. I mean, they had one, one thing that was, like, literally, like, it looked like all the Amazon boxes they received in the past week. <laughs> yeah. they glued together, and this thing is yeah. flopping around, but it's flying, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't do it when there was, like, an, you know, like, something like that going on, like, I, when there was just people flying, yeah. right? And I, yeah. I chose, like, when there was, like, you know, not that many people there, right? So a lot of people land. Well, so I go up, I'm like, they're like, <laughs> uh, you're going to do 3d. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to try to. So they're like, okay, so do you want to be introduced? And I'm like, Sure, why not introduce yeah. me, right? <laughs> so I, I give him my info, whatever. This guy gets on the you know, on the microphone like, Yeah, hey, we're gonna have a three D helicopter, electric, you know, this is Daniel Turiak, you know, sponsored by BK Hobbies, like, you know, like, dude. And you're right. Demo like time. Demo time, like everybody like there was nobody around. I was lifting right and I'm like, uh, dude, like they I'm not that dangerous. <laughs> No, they they all, all went into that. They went in that center, like in between all the built tents. they had nothing but chairs, like a sea of chairs. Yeah, but I meant
0: they quit flying and they they set their stuff down to watch.
2: Yeah, like there was one guy that after... He came into, like, dead center of me. Like, he's just flying. Like, he's a little foamy or whatever. Yeah. And I just came in screaming with an overspeed and swoop <laughs> on it. And he just, like, you could see, like, he did, like, a freaking 180 and just left, you know. And then he was gone. <laughs> I, I told it there. <laughs> so, like, and I had, like, I had one of those helpers, you know, that watched the flight line. Yeah. And he was next to me. I had my spotter. So, like, I'm like, I just, I said, if if anything of, or any of those, because, like, I was really more concerned about foamies beating me up than my own heli, oh, yeah. which is, it's, you know, it's fine. Like we understand yeah. what we're doing there. Right. Oh, yes. yeah. But I said, if one come towards me, don't just yank me away, just pull me back. And if it hits me, it hits me like, just but allow me to keep my vision on the helicopter. Okay. So, but it was just like, there's no need. So I did that. Of course, like you land and there's probably 50, 60 people just, applauding and i'm
3: like i guess this
2: is <laughs> kyle Stacey. even you could be a kyle stacy <laughs> you know, event that's just right. the way it is right right so Stacey. i did that like we kept flying we kept hanging out loved the lemonade they had like probably what 10 um, amish donuts too if they had but, those amish donuts oh, they had steak sandwiches like they had like 10 different uh food trucks right but like i gotta say like the biggest thing about it was those huge tents, which they allowed kids build and adults to build, the build tents. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I kid you not, like that setup, that model is, it just left me, you know, like more speechless than the big giant scale planes or people flying helicopters, whatever, you know, right, like, I was right. like, it was like in the center to the barn, pick up the kit or whatever, go to build it. And then like 20, 30 minutes later, you That's see the
0: kid. Right Made it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dude, it was like, like that, like clockwork, you know? So, but yeah, we had a blast. And, you know, then like in the afternoon, they're like, I told my, my friends, I was like, listen, I'm going to go, you know, have dinner with the family, which is awesome. Go, you know, spend a little bit of time with the family. I'll come back at night and we'll do some night flying. And they're like, oh, you, you, you night fly. And I'm like, yeah. Like, how do you guys want to night fly? Do you want to hold some spotlights for me? And they're like, their face was like, What? You want us <laughs> to hold spotlights while you fly a helicopter the way you do? And I'm like, Yeah, or I could go home and put my night blades on my Raw 580. And they're like, Just do the night blades. I'm
1: like, Yeah, okay. better. that's better. Yeah.
2: So what I did was I went home, I put my night magics on, and oh. I I loaded them up with uh, flight test logos and everything. Oh, nice. Oh, I, bet and I went out there. <laughs> the yeah, they're like, oh, you know, it's going to have lines. I'm like, yeah, it's going to have lines. Dude, when I put that thing in the hover and I pop that thing on, his, <laughs> back, they lost their marbles. Like, at that point, like, like, there was probably 20, 30 people, not even center stage, because by the time I got it, it was kind of center stage was closed. You know, like, there was nobody there.
3: Right. It
2: was just to the side. Like, everybody lost it, you know? So, <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, I wish – our like Urcha to me, mm-hmm. that's how be, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. I know it's a different part. They have a different model. Uh, you know, we know why. Like, it could be something like that, though. It could be something like that, you know? And it was amazing because yeah. at the end of the day, you didn't walk in there and you feel like it was commercialized, even though it was somewhat commercialized, right? Yeah. But the, you know, it, it, I love the atmosphere, even with like, The second time I did a uh, a second flight at Center Stage, (laughs) they didn't make the announcement. This is a three D helicopter, so you guys better watch out because he'll be flying pretty hot. Pretty hot. I'm like, damn, dude! Like, can you like scare everyone? Like, I know, right? (laughs) But at no time did I feel not welcome. Yeah, I know there was drama, you know, and I walked that flight line. There was some golf carts, there was one wheels, but it was, I walked it back and forth, all 3,000 feet of runway. It and I, it's such
1: a beautiful place too.
2: It is, them. you yeah. know. And to me, that's, that's what a, a, a major event should be, right? Yeah. Where you not only allow the people to, to fly, but you kind of have some way of hooking up the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. also hook They're up the now. parents. You know, like, it was just amazing to see all of that happening. So, super great event. You know, I'm a helihead, but at the end of the day, like, I I think that's one of those, like, even if you only fly helicopters, try to make it out there. Yeah. The way they have it set up, um, I think it's like, what, 20, I think I paid $22 to fly all day Saturday. Super Mm -hmm. easy. So, kind of, that's what I did. I flew the RAW 580 and the Puma pretty much all day long. I, I don't know. I had... 12, 13 flights all together, you know, hanging out, meeting new people. Like there was so much, I mean, there was stuff for sale. Like you could show up without even having anything and you could probably find something used that you just have a blast. Right. And although like there was a little bit of RCHO in me, which I was like, I wonder what would happen if I set one on fire and see how long it flies. You know, like I didn't want to flight test. Planes. Mm-hmm.
1: probably would not like that. Yeah. No, but that was that's. I, I control myself. I know it was tough. <laughs> it was,
2: you know, I'm the heli renegade. You know, and the bunch. But, but the cool thing about it was like, which is funny how small the RC world is. Um, I met one of the guys from the North Jackson, which is the club where we're gonna do the throwdown. He's a heli and airplane guy, and he bought one of uh caleb's krakens the blue one no the orange one right he because caleb had two well supposedly there was a kid there with his dad he's like his dad looked like he didn't fly he was just there went for the ride more or less right um um, the kid has caleb's second helicopter second kraken 700 the blue one nice you know so he was like dude like you don't believe there was this kid and he could fly and we couldn't find him like i tried to find him and, you know, just say hello and meet up, you know, like heli guy to heli guy kind of. Situation. Yeah. We couldn't find them, but it was just, it was amazing, man. So that's really, for me, was that was the highlight of my weekend. And then Sunday, um, I ended up buying a camper finally, which wife is not happy, but <laughs> it's going to be totally <laughs> worth it for the event. Oh, so, congrats.
0: Which so, is nice.
2: So I went simple. Um, my wife really has no interest in camping. Okay. So I'm thinking me and one kid, maybe two kids. So I went yeah. with a sixteen footer. I went with the Apex okay. Nano. Nice. So fiberglass, you know, shell.
0: Lightweight.
2: Lightweight. Twenty nine
1: hundred
2: flex. Yeah. Cause I, I kinda went just like I wanted a truck, but then I'm like, but I could keep my flex and just get a uh a or camper now, like and not have yeah. to worry about, it. right? Yeah. Uh, the neat thing about it is, like, the biggest thing is we go to some of these events that don't have hookups or don't have water, to be more specific. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It for being twenty nine hundred pounds, it actually has fifty gallon freshwater tank. That's good. Five gray, thirty five for the black. Mm-hmm. So, the way I do most events, and you guys know, it's like Friday, Saturday, go home Sunday. I feel like that's more than enough water to last.
0: Yeah, that's plenty unless you're really wasteful with it because my camper only holds 40 gallons and I can make it through a long weekend without refilling. But that's being sparing with it, you know, take a a short Mm. shower type deal and not waste it. But 50 gallons will do you. Yeah, like Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Easy.
2: Yeah. So I'm looking at what? Three showers Mm -hmm. and... You know, brushing teeth, small stuff. So, a few
0: dishes or something, but yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yes. And the the heli specific feature that it has, it, it has a little doggy door in the back of the camper that goes. It opens up, and you're like, it goes right underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. So I could load all my helis in
3: there.
0: Nice storage.
2: You know, storage. Yep, super easy. Like even if I want to throw the helis in there, all of them really quick. Then go inside and move them around. I yeah, can do that if I want to put the generator. Like, like that's kind of where I'm at. Like, it's what generator to get? I don't know. I'm thinking about doing two small two thousands and run them in parallel. Just I to would get like a predator. Yeah, that
0: predator say. one's pretty nice. I I had to decide that. Um, you can do the two, which I I did Honda. You don't have to do yeah. Honda, but I, you could do the two. 2200s mm-hmm. and you get I don't know 38 4 thousand continuous something like that yeah or I did the three thousand okay uh Honda but the problem with it is it's heavy it's mm-hmm. really more than one person can load in and out of the truck yeah um so doing the two might be easier to handle and if you're just going to the field you or something you can always just you take one, one. Mm-hmm. um the downside with them is they don't hold as much fuel unless you get an auxiliary fuel tank but you can do that as well
2: so the what i looked at all of those and i'm kind of stuck on a wen 3800 okay continuous is like 3200 what does it weigh it's like 90 pounds
0: okay that's not too bad no mine's like and 150 it, it's, it's oh, really yeah. more than you want to do by yourself.
2: Like, I have to stay. And that's kind of where I'm at. Is like, I think 90 pounds.
0: Yeah, 90 is doable.
2: It's doable. Like, yeah. worst case scenario, what I was thinking is I put one of those, like, little platforms in the back of mm-hmm. the camper mm-hmm. and just load it on there. Right. So, I only have to lift it a foot or two with
3: right. that. Right.
2: Um, but that's, like, it's an amazing price. It's 90 pounds, 3,800, 32 continuous. And it's like six hundred and twenty bucks.
0: Oh damn! You yeah.
2: know, and, and went cheap, you know. So I don't know. Review's good. <laughs> I mean, at that it.
0: price, if it only lasts two years, you you cut your money out, get another one.
2: Like, don't change the oil,
1: just run it. For yeah, two years. yeah, <laughs> run it. I mean, just make sure <laughs> I, there's oil, but just run it. I
0: think <laughs> I, I think I paid uh, t- two thousand for mine, and they're probably more than that now.
2: Yeah, so I look at the Predators, right? Because yeah. that's that's the first thing I went to, and what Kevin was telling me, like, hey, yeah, it's like six hundred dollars now. It's nine hundred, mm-hmm. you know, for Predators for Everything's equivalent, for yeah. Right. And the, the, the Predator is only thirty five hundred,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know. So I think I'm gonna try to win, but I don't know yet. I'm still gonna think about it. I mean, I could always go with a win two thousand and just get two, and I'll be right at
0: yeah. But like I, I bet... 3, yeah. I bet if the other one only weighs 90 pounds, I would rather have one unit to deal with. Okay. And I bet it holds more fuel. You could check, but
2: I... Yeah. I well, think it I, calls I for... It at 25% power, it calls for like nine hours. Something like that. Okay. A runtime. So probably three gallons. Probably. Great. What
0: but think? that's... Yeah. That's probably typical. I've
2: seen like 12 to 16 on some of the you know, like predators and stuff. Like
0: yeah. That. Yeah. I think I can do, I can do like 12 hours at 50% or something. And like okay. eight hours at a hundred percent, it'll go all night running the AC and everything. Yeah. But then it takes like four gallons to fill it back up. You know, it takes most okay. of a jug.
3: Yeah.
2: And I also have a smaller AC. I only have like a thirteen five.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, so, you know, most, I think you and Kevin's and others, the bigger ones, are like 15 plus. Right. So I'm hoping, like, you know, like if I have to fill it up in the morning and I have to go check it in the afternoon, you know, in the day when I'm at the phone fly, I'm
3: okay with that, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. no, you'll be fine any way you go about it. Mm-hmm. And there is advantages to having two small ones. Like I said, yeah. throw one in the car if you just want to go to the field for the weekend or, you know, for the day or something mm-hmm. if you need it or, or whatever. There's advantages and disadvantages both ways. Yep.
2: So that's about it for me. You know, a a big weekend. Yeah, man. But it was one weekend.
4: It was like a hell of a weekend too. I'm so glad
0: you got to experience Flight Fest. It it really, like you said, even if you're only into Haley's, you really should try to make it out one year Ah. because it's, we've said this before, it's kind of a magical place. Like just the kids and the, Like we don't see it in the heli side so much like a Mm -hmm. lot of kids and you think, well, the hobby has no future, but then you go to, once you're involved in the flight test, like Mm -hmm. crowd and the flight fest, it's a lot of kids. It's half Mm -hmm. kids or more. I mean, it's, it's what they do is really cool.
2: It's crazy. Second flight of the day was buddy boxing a 10 year old. Yeah. You know, like, it, and he's—you should have seen him. Like, he could not stop talking about it.
0: Right.
2: So, so that's, that's really kind of cool. like, yeah, that's that's kind of like it. Really, it made me think. Is you know, I hate to, to use the word poaching because that's not really the intent, right? But mm-hmm. you know, like, I think that's a place where we could exchange like pilots, right? Mm-hmm. Where you know, yes, the kids right now they might they not be able the to next generation
1: it. from them, yeah, right.
2: but. You just plant the seed. That's all you have to do. If that kid talks about it for the next two years or every year he comes back, he looks for the heli guy. Mm-hmm. I think we planted the seed. Yeah, you know? now absolutely. Now, if, if it comes to wood or not, who knows, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, next year, maybe uh, we put, you know, if you guys have the time. I
0: would love to come back. I, I went to. in 2015 was the last time I've mm-hmm. been, but I, I would love to get back up there. to and...
1: And Kevin went like you know what was it, like a two or three solid years mm-hmm.
2: in a row. Yeah,
3: yeah
1: and, definitely. And I think that's what like really made me like really want
2: to go too. Is hearing you and Kevin, Steve, mm-hmm. like talking about it on the show. I'm like, how could right. you not? Yeah, right. you know,
0: you're so close. You have zero yeah. reason yeah, not you to go. No reason not to. You're go. a well, shithead to- for not going last year <laughs> and the year before that. <laughs>
2: yeah ne- next year next year <laughs> like now it's i'm gonna be there i think even if i just go plant you know come home work during the day yeah. and go there in the evening yeah I'm
0: doing absolutely you should mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Yep. okay all right cool sorry into what... the main topic here now no 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 reason for apologies
4: oh that was great to hear about
1: yeah all right, here we go. Let's uh, first get to know you a little bit better, and then we'll kind of get into some podcast questions and, and some more after that as well. So a lot of questions. First where of you, all, um, where are you from? Okay, Dave.
2: So, so I am currently living in, in uh,
1: northeast Ohio,
2: to be more exact, uh, in Canton, Ohio, which is if you it's about an hour south of Cleveland. So this is the easiest way I could explain that. Right. Mm-hmm. Originally born, not in this country, um, went, you know, family moved to New York City from Romania. Then I went to college in Florida and then we went, I went, did the smartest thing I ever did or the dumbest, I don't know, but I went in the military stationed in South Carolina yeah. mm-hmm. and then met my wife. And now I just, I'm cold in the winter, but actually pretty comfortable in summer. I got to say that.
0: Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: real comfortable
1: oh, yeah. in the summertime up there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so how long have you been in the hobby? Uh, uh,
3: the this
2: yeah, this is going to be like, once again, long-winded, but I'll try to make it fast. So helicopter-wise, I've been doing RC helicopters since 2012. Uh, so it's pretty much I'm going, coming up on 10 years. Uh, before that I did RC airplanes, uh, did that for, since the nineties, like 96, 97. Before that, I started doing some RC like sailplanes back in Europe. I competed, um, doing RC sailplanes, free flight, and then control line. So models all together since I was seven years old. So like 32 years. Wow. You've done, you've
0: done more than the rest of us combined.
2: All of us combined on the show. Yeah. It's fun. I don't even like, you know, this is, <laughs> you guys know this, like when you do this, the stuff that brings you joy, like yeah. this is kind of one of those things mm-hmm. you don't think about it's it not, that way. No. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, like I had it easy and I, you know, had it hard and then I had to stop. We all stopped many of times, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of odd thinking about it. 32 years. Holy smokes. You know, models. Who
1: would have ever thought? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now, do you only fly helis or do you still fly some airplanes and maybe any drones or <sighs> those? So I've
2: never really. I'll start with the with the hard no. Like I've never ever ever, I touched a, a drone, like an FPV type thing. You know, I put goggles on, maybe like you count on one hand, which is cool. But I just never, for some reason, I've never really, it never brought me joy. Like, I kind of looked at it, you know, not to be, you know, to, to say it's not fun because a lot of people have fun with FPV. But
3: right.
2: I feel like if I wanted to feel like I'm really flying inside something, then I'll go fly full scale because I have a commercial pilot's license, too. Okay. So, but, like, realistically, like, FPVs, hard no. Um, would I try it? I guess if somebody pushed me enough. I'll do it just to say I did it, but it's not on my menu, my daily menu. Um, Airplanes, I have some airplanes. Like, I actually have one airplane right now. I have two airplanes. One is an RC. It's like a 60-inch wingspan home built designed by my dad.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah,
2: like it's... Completely like my dad thought of it. It's based on the Sukhoi 26 and then adapted to be, be able to him to build it on the kitchen table back in the day Mm -hmm. when we lived in an apartment in New York City. So, you know, it's cool. Um, I'm, I'm working on changing. Well, it had like old style 3003 Futaba 3003 servos. I'm going with like metal gear micros, you know, try to save weight and mm-hmm. put it on a V control on a V bar uh, type mm-hmm. setup. So that's not flying right now, but I do fly the most airplane flying I've done. Let's say in the past three years is at, a, at the club. If somebody needs help or, you know, they need to be body boxed, I'll do it. Yeah. So if somebody says here, try this, I'll try it, you know, Kind of like, even if it's like a giant scale 3D, like as long as they're comfortable with me flying it, you know, I understand what it means if I crash it, you know, I'll fly it. I uh, probably wouldn't do that with jets. So, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, airplanes I dabble into, but I'm not quick to go buy one. Let me put it that way. So,
3: so
0: you're planning to fly the plane your dad built, designed?
2: Yeah. So, I, I attempted it one time. So I got it from him about, I think, two years ago when I went visiting. He was like, you know, this is you made it back in the day when you were a kid. He take it, try to get it flying again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I realized really quick, I flew it with uh, 3,000 threes, right, with whatever we had mm-hmm. in it. And it was hooked up to a Neo running uh, V-plane basic, right? Nice, okay. With a NiCad battery pack on the NEO, and let me tell you something: that it might look like it's fully charged, but when that <laughs> NEO gets out at like 150 yeah. feet away from you, it's brownout
0: time. Uh
3: uh-huh. yeah.
2: oh. Yeah. So no. I crashed it. It's I re you know all it did is just pull like that thing is built like a tank. Like all it did mm-hmm. was it pulled the landing gear out. So I just re screwed it back into the bottom plate and i had to do some uh, monocoat fixing but i'm putting these servos in so i'm working on getting that back together because like to me that's you can't put a price on something like that yeah
0: well that's kind of what i was getting at i think i'd be afraid to fly that what if you like really smash it
2: uh (laughs) let's just say that hinge comes undone
0: or something you know and it's it's unrecoverable (laughs)
3: Um,
2: Yes, I I haven't told my dad about the last the first mishaps. Okay. Okay. So I know it's like one of those things, but I, I truly believe that if you go into it scared like that, it's almost like you're setting yourself up for something to happen. That's just been always my mentality. So be careful, like don't do anything crazy right baby steps but don't be afraid you know because like at the end of the day that thing was as good as it is to sit up on the wall i get more pleasure out of flying i mean yeah. that's
0: just no i get I get that. that it's just it's a very yeah be a very special
2: I, i'll put it this way it wouldn't be like i'm gonna take it out every weekend like once i get it back together and everything is running good and i don't have any more issues yeah it's actually being like i'll fly it Special occasions. Year, yeah. Hmm. You know, like I got to take it back and at least fly it for my dad.
3: Yeah, that would know? be nice.
2: So, but yeah, kind like, uh, of really old RC. Like I haven't really messed with RC cars really. Um, I mean, I guess the, the most notable thing I ever did, I guess in my RC, you know, uh, as long as I've done RC, is that when I was in college, I was the uh, lead pilot on the competition team that actually did the heavy lift competition in in college, the collegiate heavy lift competition, which was like AC certified and everything else. And uh, I competed only. I flew it for them. One, one competition. It was in Dayton and it was something like we had a, you know, built by engineers or, you know, student engineering students built it was 20 about 28 feet wingspan uh it was back with you know it was styrofoam carbon mm-hmm. fiber you know uh vacuum bagged and it was roughly like 24 pounds and it could lift like i think we got up to about 6 75 pounds on top of the its own weight
3: yeah and we
2: had we had three dub jet nitro engines which if anyone that knows what those are they're like screamers you mm-hmm. know high speed and they were like we had to be less than like 1.0 cubic inch displacement so it was, it was like 0.32s mm-hmm. running like i don't know 14 15 16 000 rpms tune pipes and everything so it was
3: wow.
2: it was yeah. cool yeah it was screaming it was brutal um i just want to say that the pilot was right against the engineers when he told them that the um rudders were too small yeah so yeah we we had fun with it so that was kind of like my my fame it was that and then you know it was kind of cool to get back into competing last year so hopefully more i don't know we'll try it
0: yeah
3: oh
2: yeah
0: We. so you mentioned your dad uh Mm -hmm. is that how you got interested in the hobby as a kid
2: no. So, um, and I think I, I kind of might have mentioned it before, but the way it worked out, this kind of started models in general, right? Mm-hmm. Started with me in Europe. In Europe, in Romania, where I was born, when you went to first grade, you automatically had to do after-school activities, right? And what I mean by that is the state had a, we called it like a club, right? But the club right. was put together of, you know, folk dancing models, you know, control line models, computer, IT, photography, sports, you name it. So you went and you had to pick something. Well, I started with like four or five things. I started with models, you know, airplanes, go-karts, photography, and folk dancing. And I realized really quick that although dancing is cool because it gives the chicks not worth my time, (laughs) <laughs> photography was just like, man, I just can't watch any more birds, you know, like I'm tired, <laughs> but go-karts and, you know, models, model airplanes kind of like stuck with me. You know, I've yeah. always been that technically, you know, like I want, I want to go fast and I want to build stuff, you know,
3: right? I, yeah.
2: I was never really good at building stuff. Like I could build stuff and I could find my way around Back in the day, where you had to do everything by hand, like right. you di- you didn't get an ARF, like we didn't have ARFs, like you know most of the designs for profile control lines were what the instructor drew by hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a template, you <clears> cut <throat> it the best you can, and you did it right. So, and that's kind of how I got into models, and and I mean it was like a whole thing where like from the time I was seven, I competed, I built. Like summertime we had for two weeks, it was paid by the state. We went out to model like summer camp
3: mm-hmm. where
2: every city sent, usually I think we had like 10 or 12 kids right. you know, with the instructor and we did free flight and RC cell plane competition. And that's all you did for two weeks. It was, oh, that's awesome. It was summer camp for models like, you know, but we didn't that's like, cool. I mean, yeah, we used like you know craft radios in the 90s you know like it was very very like archaic stuff but you know i was i just loved yeah i loved doing it. like my parents didn't pay anything i got to run around all day long we got to eat you know you know good food and it was like it was good food why because it was like you know a pot of chili that was you know 300 gallons or whatever it was for all the kids there (laughs) right (laughs) you know it it was just like it was like the military but for models which is awesome yeah. And then we, you know, we had fun, like, you know, like they were back then it wasn't all this, you know, safety conscious stuff where like, you want to learn how to like make a, a rocket, a mini rocket engine, how to make it pop at the end. Well, you take a, take another rocket engine or you take this, you put it on top and shoot it out of a bottle, you know, mm-hmm. like it was, it was the fun thing. And then that kind of got me through all the years I competed in the national level in Romania. And then when I came to the States, I was like, hold on a second. Like, if I work, I could get myself a really nice RC plane. So, it, it kind of escalated from there. Like, my parents were very supportive, you know, and I appreciate that. They kind of made a deal with me. They said, for every dollar you bring to the table for your hobby, we match it, right? So, it was still, like, nice. started with the parents, right? Yeah. Hmm, okay,
0: cool. They were supportive, yeah.
2: which yeah. is yeah, great. Yeah, supportive.
1: Yeah. yeah. They didn't just and that- buy everything for you and shit, right?
2: So- yeah, you know, like, now... I will say this, they didn't buy me, you know, they bought me 50% of the stuff I had, but it was very much a, like my dad did the building, you know, like he, you know, like no matter how long he he showed me, I I just never had the patience, but I still learn, right? Just because I wasn't there and I didn't want to do it, it doesn't mean that I did not take a lot of building techniques, you know, shaping balsa, Mm -hmm. monocoat, you know, like. I mean, he's still a pro at it. I'm not, but that was that was the deal. Is my dad built them? I crashed them on the weekend. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. how it worked. So I kind of went through that. Obviously, models got me into full scale aviation. I went to I went to college to be an airline uh, transport pilot. I wanted to be an airline pilot, so mm-hmm. it got me into that. I realized really quick that you're not talking about RC money. You're talking about real plane money and. Mm-hmm so he kind of evolved over the years took breaks so you know and really wasn't helis didn't come along until i met kevin mcgrady so mm. i was like that is cool that is challenging and i want to do flips and i told him like from the beginning i'm like i know what maneuver i'm gonna do first And it was literally like half pair of flips
3: <laughs> you know like
2: you know i was you know, my plank mentality. I'm like, I want to do that. That's,
0: yeah. A, pl- that's a plane to. can't do that. So I want to do that. <laughs> yeah,
2: mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it, it, it was lots of years, parents support, friends support. You know, I've always been in the club environment. And I don't know if you ever been to, when you lived in New Jersey, if you ever been out to New York, the, the big, uh, retired army air corps Floyd Benefield, that's, that was my yeah. first club. And we had like, I don't know, 250 members on a bad year. You know, a lot of jets, planes, helicopters was, you know, if you had right. one guy, you were lucky, you know, and it was the club president. And the reason why he probably was able to do whatever he wanted with a helicopter, because he was the club president, kind of that's kind of what i had to go through so right. but support is the only way i think in this hobby mm-hmm. you know especially now you know so hopefully other people relate because i know a lot of us some of us didn't have that you know we started later in life you know right. so yeah
1: yeah, oh, yeah. like me <laughs> well, <laughs> and me i i did start when i was a kid but that was like yeah, that was not successful at all. Yeah,
0: you're like me, Steve. We
1: tried to start. We tried.
0: Yeah. And then it didn't work and, yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we figured failed. it out later. <laughs>
1: yes. And then we I grew mean, up and had money and then figured right. it out properly. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's it back then it was like a different it was such a huge oh. barrier of entry. Oh my god. Right. sure. I mean, if I didn't have like when I was young, even control line, if I didn't have this instructor, you know, twice a week, sitting there and be like no 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 this is how you got to do it and then we would go fly right and then be like no 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 this is how you do it and then he would like literally hit my head that's back in the day in europe too like where they you know a little bit of child abuse apparently was okay
1: physical that's all yeah
2: child
3: abuse they're just a little (laughs) bit physical
2: but, like, I would do like combat, right? And he literally, like, he would call out maneuvers. Like, he had different maneuvers. And he, like, when I didn't do it right, like, but he would hit there and be like, no, 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 do it again, do it again. And he would keep hitting me, you know? And then after like three weeks of practicing the same maneuver, I'd be like, I'm tired of getting hit. So I guess I'll learn it, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, but it was, it was tough, right? Back then, you know, when we were kids. Cause yeah. I think most of us are generally in that same range where, if you started as a kid, it was probably 80s, 90s time frame. Right. right? So, it was it was a different ballgame.
0: Sounds like yeah. that worked. Maybe I could give Ian a yardstick and tell him when I screw up the maneuver, he can smack me in the back of the head.
1: <laughs> if yeah. that would work, think yeah. I
0: would learn more quicker?
4: I don't know, but probably. you wouldn't have a fun time. Uh, <sighs> I mean, yeah, I will get, tell you, you this: free wax in there. <laughs> it, it's abusive, but it works, man. You know, like, <laughs> I you know,
2: I don't practice this. Like, you know, so funny because, like, I grew up completely different environment than my wife. My wife was born and raised in in, in the states. I mean, she did not fly until she met me. Like, she's she's a small town mm-hmm. girl, right? And, like, the things that I tell her, she's a teacher, too. So, like, when I told her, like, like no, do you know how I learned the multiplication table? Is every day you walk in, they, he would ask you 10 questions. Every question you got wrong, you got hit on the hand with a plastic, like, ruler right. or something that's got a nice whipping action. And guess what? Do you know how long it took me to learn the multiplication table in first grade or whatever it was? Probably no more than two weeks. Right. And I knew it. It worked, you know. Did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt a lot, you know. But so it's yeah. just a different mentality.
1: You yeah, different times.
2: <laughs> Beat down? No, I don't do that with my kids. You know, oh, no. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying my best to be, you know, modern. I guess be understanding of their hardships and learning life. Right.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. So what do you – how do you support the hobby? Like what do you do for a living if you don't mind us asking?
2: (sighs) I wish I would say I'm an airline pilot, but that's not it.
1: Yeah, so where did you fall into then?
2: So I kind of – I took the hard way around, right? You know, because God forbid I do something easy in life. Sometimes I got to try a futaba radio to realize Mm. that V-control is pretty good. Um, (laughs) So it's kind of – that's kind of like represents – it's a quick representation of my way of what I do now. So um, I went in the military. uh, Obviously at that point I was in debt from college. All I knew is that I need to make a living, you know, make, pay my student loans because I wasn't going to run away from them. I had to. And, you know, I wanted to finish college, but other than that, like I was like, Okay, what jobs do I have right? You know, to choose from? And they're like, well, you're not a citizen yet, so you got two jobs. Okay, or three jobs. I'm like, what is it? They're like, air transportation, vehicle body work, or vehicle maintenance. I'm like, air transportation? That It's got air. I want cool. to be yeah. an airline pilot. I'm like, what is it? They're like, you load, you know, planes, cargo planes. With cargo, people, whatever, you know, you pretty much help the crew to get everything tied down. I'm like... Okay, like how long is the tech school? They're like two week uh it was uh eight weeks. I'm like, perfect.
1: Two months, so, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, I learned everything that I need to learn and I'm in the wild, I you know, I'm good. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. So I started doing that and it was fun, don't get me wrong, you know, but I think that had to do more with, you know, the people that I worked with and, and mm-hmm. that yeah. you know, we I understood is like, you know, like I, I came to a point where like I got I was you know, started my college again. I was getting ready to finish it, you know, or I was like halfway through finishing. I had maybe like another two years part-time. And I was like, well, what am I going to do when I grow up? If I retire out of the military or if I get out, right? Whatever it may be, like I got to pick something that has returned for me, right? That is going to allow me to not only support what I like doing, which is the hobby and everything else. So I came across, well, they're like, well, they're like, well, there's some jobs in the Air Force that offer bonuses. I'm like, well, I like bonuses. I'm part gypsy. So talk to me. They're like, you could be attack P, like special forces in the Air Force. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. If I wanted to do that, I joined the Marines. I joined the army. No, that's not for me. They're like, well, you could be a contracting officer. And I'm like, contracting officer, what do they do? They're like, well, they, they they negotiate, they write contracts for the government. So if the government needs to buy a plane, you potentially would be the one that puts all the paperwork together and make sure that funding is good, that the plane, when you get it, it's in you know, exactly what you want it, so on and so forth. I'm like, hmm, I kind of like negotiating. I'm, I'm part gypsy. Let's try that. <laughs> So <laughs> I went through I went through that whole you know, the same thing. Lucky enough, their tech school was also a technical trade school in the military in the air force was
0: also eight weeks. I'm like, yeah. Oh, eight
2: got to weeks these programs down. <laughs>
5: I'm like
0: Yeah, no eight, kidding. You can learn weeks. anything in eight weeks, apparently. Yeah,
2: I'm like, eight weeks and I get like a ninety f- I get a <laughs> ninety thousand dollar bonus. Well, okay, can't. I'll do that. So I, mean, I went into this contracting you know i i can't say i like the negotiation the willing and dealing because that's what i do on a daily basis right i make sure that whatever we want to buy we buy at a fair price and if we want to make a change then you go through the whole process right think of it of buying cars every day of your life right where you got to negotiate and figure out what you want to pay for it
0: that sounds but, uh, terrible yeah that actually does sound terrible <laughs> when it you put was, it that way
2: Okay. Yeah, it's it's bad, right? Because I went from an outside environment. I love being outside, loading planes around planes, flying with planes. I mean, like, there's nothing cool than being like, uh, you see that 18-wheeler? Like, we got to load into this airplane. We don't have a driver. And I'm like, uh, okay, so who's going to load it? They're like, well, you're the, the loading team chief, so figure it out. So I literally get into this, like, 40-ton <laughs> Never drove one ever before. And I'm like, I look around and I literally like, I'm like, hmm, can I learn this? And literally, I just took it in a few rounds around the airfield. I'm like, okay, now push that with an oxygen tank. It's empty, but a a trailer behind it's oxygen tanks. Push that up a ramp of a C-17. I love doing that kind of stuff. To Mm -hmm. me, that was like my environment. So when I went to contracting, it's desk work. Right. Everything is paperwork and and you got to document everything. I hated it. Right. It was up to the point where I started doing construction contracting. So I worked on construction projects. So then I got to go outside and, you know, to go to a project. Listen, I'm the guy making payments. So, you're going to explain to me everything you do on this project. Why is that brick crooked? Why you put that strap? (laughs) (laughs) Right? But it got me super interested, right? Right? I wasn't just buying a He's out
0: there with a level and a tape measure. Oh, yeah. Oh, this shit's an eighth of an inch off.
2: Oh, like, I I went out there for a project, and literally half the brick wall looked perfect. The other half looked like a two-year-old did. (laughs) right? Oh so here I am, like the authority on the contract. I'm the guy that says yes or no, right? Yes, I accept the work or no, we do it, right? So I'm looking at it and like, I'm talking to adults, right? You know, like these are people that, oh, are right. when you first talk to them, they've been to NASA, they they worked on the moon and they know how to do everything. And I'm like, do you see anything wrong with that wall? Right? And they're like, well, what do you mean? I said, listen, and I play stupid all the time on, on these sites. I'm like, I'm I'm just a business guy. I've never laid a brick in my life. I've never, ever, you know, even, you know, began to look at laying bricks. But do you see how, a tutor, I mean, it was literally like crooked. And yeah. I'm like, I said, dude, I could go to YouTube and could tell you it's wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, this is coming from a business guy. So. Do you, do I need to pull out the specification and get my engineer out here, or you could just fix it at no cost to the government? And you know, if they fight, you know, like, well, you know, like this is this is within the regulation. I'm like, okay, show me where, you know. So I love doing this kind of stuff. I'm right. a people's person, and I, you know, like I at the end of the day is, you know, I understand. Like, you know, I am I I do my best to protect the taxpayers' money, right? So if the taxpayer pays this Joe Schmo contractor a million dollars. Well, I'm going to make sure that I get the best product that million could buy period, you know? So it's a lot of that, a lot of paperwork, but it served me well. Like, I don't know if maybe I would have been able to do with the logistic side of things. I could have been, you know, making the same money or anything like that, but it would have been a lot harder, you know? But I did pass like one of the jobs that I passed. And now I'm like, maybe I should have tried, it was a sensor operator for UAVs, you know, because that was a huge, they were off, they couldn't keep people in, right? Mm -hmm. But I made a joke, which I think it was very ignorant and stupid back when I chose my new job was what the hell am I going to do? Like run traffic cameras, you know, like when I get out, like I just didn't see the potential, right? Mm -hmm. Now, like if you think about it, it's like, you probably could do a lot of things being a sensor operator. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are opportunities. I mean, drones are everywhere. We see what's happening with Amazon and and Walmart and all these. You probably, I could have made even more money, to be honest. But it is what it is. It's it's, it's still fun because it's got the construction piece in it. Um, And the biggest thing about it is that I'm at a point now where I educate and I train and I oversee like a lot of junior contract specialists. So I see a lot of folks on my teams that are brand new out of college. Right. And I, I, to this day, if it's flying or contracting, I enjoy it when you take somebody that has no clue what they're supposed to do. And in two, a year, two, three, they are like, The knowledge book, you know, they're the Mm -hmm. ones that could run on their own and probably even run circles around you, you know, development, right? Same thing in, in contracting. I I love doing it in contracting. I love doing it in, uh, the heli community. The only problem is that, you know, there's so much nuance in the heli community. So is in contracting, but, you know, and you have a lot of people like, well, you're wrong. I was like, well, am I wrong? Is it just a different way of doing stuff? Right. You know, so... yeah contracting sounds boring it is boring but you know it's how you look at the glass half empty or half full i guess (laughs) so yeah that's that's me working i guess a lot of jibber jabber
1: (laughs) (laughs) you don't say yep (laughs) all right uh let's see let's move on to sponsors Mm, yeah you sponsored i think you're sponsored yeah one or two maybe So I have one
2: sponsor. Um, It's BK Hobbies. Um, Yeah, I started with them last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was last year, I think, beginning of the season. It was before Urcha because I know I had the jersey and I joined the, you know, I was at the BK Hobbies tent. Um, That's the only one currently. I did hold one sponsorship before BK Hobbies. And this was back when I just, not just started, but like maybe like a year or a year and a half, two years after I started in the heli side of things, I was sponsored by, uh, icon. So I did icon for Mm -hmm. about two years when this was like back when they just seriously released, like Heli direct was bringing in. So, you know, there was, you know, governor's world, all that, that great, but you know, it was still for the way you set it up and everything else. It was, Fairly new, because remember, we used to look at colors and press buttons to enter menus and all sorts of crazy stuff before that. Mm-hmm. Right, so, right. Yep, that's that's kind of heli, heli sponsorships. Yep.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's see. So you've been flying forever, pretty much been telling me. Um, Do you sim, or do you just do it in real life?
2: Uh, so... I, I get it through phases, right? Like wintertime, I sim a lot more than summertime, right? Because okay. summertime, I could be out. Wintertime, we're in the north, you know? We'll get two feet of snow. Like, guess what? I am flying outside. Like, I tried, and, <laughs> you know, you could <laughs> yeah. use gloves and hot boxes and everything else. Right. For some reason, to this day, ever since I moved to Ohio, I'll go fly one weekend every two months in the winter. You know, so but sim, I do um, not. You know, sometimes more, sometimes less. I will say this: that I started the the heli, you know, uh, side of things without a sim, and Dang. I learned. Yeah, I learned really quick. Probably, yeah, I think I was probably. I don't remember quite exact, but I think I had probably had, I don't know, eighty, hundred flights before I ever got a sim. Wow. So and somehow I was lucky enough that I didn't crash into like 150, 160 flight from the beginning. So but the sim to me, that's I I think we like people don't give it enough because you know we want to fly in real life,
3: right? So right.
2: sim is a must. Do I do it enough? I don't think so. But I also like, to me, the best, and this is comes back from full scale, the best flying is real flying, you know? Yeah. I feel like there's if, if anything, it's like, if you can't do real flying, then do sim, you know? That's fine. That's perfectly okay. But if you could go out there and, and fly, real fly, and not a sim for the weekend, I will be a proponent of that. You know, if somebody at my local club says, let's go fly, you know, like even if I don't want to fly, I'll bring a generator. I'll bring whatever so they could real fly rather than sim. Yeah. So that's kind of just me on that topic.
1: Oh yeah. All right. Cool. All right, let's uh let's shift over to real life and okay. talk about what's in your fleet. Oh man, I mean you guys
2: could see some of it. So mm-hmm. my, my fleet has changed a little bit. So right behind me is the the Raw 580 Nitro uh, Electric. I have to the right of me is I have two pumas. I have Puma Uno and Dos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're the same, same same different by the same. So There's two Pumas, one has a Scorpion power setup, one has a YG and uh, X Nova setup, one has full-size servos, and one has mini servos. So those are pretty much my everyday helis that I take out to the flying field now. I do have a raw 700 Nitro on the floor, and it's kind of tucked away, and I used to have a flyable Kraken 580 Nitro that I crashed at Spring Fling, uh, showing off as always, doing mm-hmm. the good old Gucci <laughs> scoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it, so I was like, well, I might rebuild it um, and get it back in the flyward condition and fly it. But we got the raw 580 Nitro, so that's in a box that I need to build. Um, and then I have the the Genesis. So the genesis is staying here. I'm going to do some changes to it on the server side of things and fly balls unit. But that's my competition bird. You know, I usually set it up for competition. And, you know, sometimes I fly that every weekend. When I was prepping for the nationals last year, that was like, you know, during the week, I'll do hovers yeah. pretty much every day for 30 minutes. And then weekend, I'll do upstairs maneuvers. So it's kind of mm-hmm. what I have, and I gotta have my trusty logo slash M mm-hmm. two. But I haven't flown down in like two months. <laughs> Something like that. Since Damn. since we last flew it, I think Steve more or less, you know, big nice. time.
3: Yep. Okay.
1: Um, kind of went about your sporting equipment, right? You you bar.
2: Yeah. So just high fast express overview i i've flown futaba i've flown you know uh icons i've flown uh v-bar neos i've flown cgi 750s um as far as motors you know like i have scorpion x nova uh, i don't I haven't tried ego drift yet uh my go-to for batteries is one that flies um <laughs> so you know <laughs> Mm -hmm. I literally, I think I counted, I have eight different battery manufacturers across my sticks and my single packs that I have here. I really, like, haven't found, you know, if the price is right and they fly, like, I don't, I'm not at a level like Kyle Stacy where I need every ounce of power out of them. So, battery-wise, I'm kind of wide open. Um, Let's see. Charger, I just changed to the K4. So my plan is to run two K4s. I have one right now, which has been fine, as long as you kind of pre-plan. Maybe charge some stuff at home the night before and just maintain at the field as you're burning packs. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's nutshell. Oh, yeah, servos, plethora. I've flown Expert, Futaba. I have just tried the HC700s um, on 760 Pulse Width. That was, you know, I think they're locked in. But for my skill level, I, I, I think they're servos. But I've done BK servos, Theta servos, Torque servos. You know, pretty much anything that is out there, I've kind of given it a try at a point or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, just variety. Anything that you know BK carries now, and even stuff that they don't carry, like my competition bird. Obviously, that was kind of, you know, in the beginning was Scorpion and Futaba, but that was Specific to my competition and mission that I had for last year. So, mm-hmm. right on.
1: Yep. Awesome. All right. Uh, okay, should we pivot over to some podcasting questions? Huh? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So, I mean, we all know you're from the Helly Heads podcast, right? So, yep. is that your first podcast you've ever been on? Uh, yeah. Right. So,
2: I mean, we all know that, I mean, we, we operate in a team mentality, right? The, the main hosts are the anchors, right? But I, I think me and Kevin are like the founders, right? Kevin is really who had the idea and pushed it. And he just kept, you know, pretty much pestering me like, no, you have to, you have to, you have to, like, you, gotta you got to come. And I told him, like, from the beginning, I said, I don't care. I'll come on for as a guest. But I don't know if I'm like quite, you know, like interested to do it full time. And he's like, well, dude, look, as much as you talk, heck, you know, just come <laughs> as a host, you know, like just, right. just do it. So, like, and you know, Kevin has been my mentor in the heli side of things. So, like, I was like, fine, I'll do it. So, it was me and Kevin. But, the, yeah, that was like, I don't, like, I listen to you guys and I have mm-hmm. listened to uh, RCHO. But it wasn't like – I just never really been like I – like every week, like it drops, I listen to a podcast. Like I have used podcasts more for those long drives Mm -hmm. or like if I was by myself at the flying field, I would turn on a podcast. It was never like a a part of my life, you know, every week or every release. So that's why I kind of was never like – I wasn't really like ready to just say, yeah, I'll be a host because – I didn't really have that drive, but here we are, you know, like 70, I think we're working on episode 75 now. So,
0: okay. Yep.
2: -hmm.
3: Nice.
0: I had a question pertaining to Haley heads. So as everyone knows, Haley heads has been other than you and Kevin been through, Mm -hmm. I don't know, a couple dozen, 40, 50 different hosts since you started per episode, I would think. Yeah. I
2: mean, I told you guys what I do.
0: I was right? just, I was just curious. <laughs> of the two of you, which one keeps pissing everybody off so yeah. they leave?
2: To the, be honest. Uh, <laughs> so. Who's the funny, that
1: keeps on getting? You?
2: Funny enough, <laughs> I think everybody that turns?
1: has.
2: I think yeah. everybody that has left, it wasn't necessarily that they were unhappy with the show, right? There was a lot of outside forces, right? So we all know, in, in you know, like it seems like it's easy and we do it for three hours, two hours. You guys do it every week. It seems easy. But the problem is that there's a lot of outside forces that impact podcasts, shows, specifically the hosts and everything else. And I feel like that's the hardest thing is to find that well-rounded hosts, right? That, that. You know, one, make a commitment. Two, they're able to manage their outside forces that keeps them from being able to attend or be there or whatever the case may be. You know, then you have the, the inside values, right? Where like, you know, some people just, oh yeah, sure, I'll do it, but they're not really buying in, right? Mm -hmm. They do it not necessarily because they, they want to gain fame, but they do it. It's like, oh yeah, sure, I'll, I'll talk for two hours, right? So, I don't think you know. Even for RCHO, like I think a lot of the pressures, exterior pressures, actually force downfalls, hosts leaving, shows being gone, as much as the people on the show itself, like being like, "I hate you.
1: I'm not going to do this anymore." You know, no, no rage quitting. I mean, I'm, well, that was an awful. I've experienced rage quitting. Yeah, that yeah. was an
0: awful long PC answer. So I'm just yeah, going to mark down easy. McGrady's impossible to work
1: with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he just
0: doesn't <laughs> want to say, say it. You a, well, you have Kevin um, on
1: the a show, and his, <laughs> and his name starts with a K. Well, I will say this, and this is this is <laughs> be Kevin just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah,
2: like you know, Kevin's going to be like, "What the hell, dude?" And I was like, <laughs> what the him. hell? Kevin? I, I'm see no, this I love to too,
0: push his buttons. It's the greatest.
2: No, so funny enough. Like, I, uh, you know, <laughs> when we're talking about who's pissing who off, uh-huh. you know, like me and Kevin went through very similar pressures when we started this helicopter only club down in South Carolina. Right. And I, you know, like the thing is like, Kevin is, you know, sometimes too honest. Like he, he'll say it the way it is, right. If your sound sucks, he's going to be like, your sound sucks. And I'm like, cool, but there's nothing I could do right now. Or like, I don't want to spend the money. So how we're we going to fix this, right? Now, most people take that, like, man, he's an asshole, right? He doesn't mean to be an asshole. He's, he's, he's got certain goals or certain expectations, right? That says it's got to be this way. And there's the only way. This is where I come in. And sometimes even I get, you know, we're all humans and we kind of drum I'm like the, the glue right in the whole thing, right? I'm the peanut butter between those two sandwiches. Because I understand that sometimes you have to figure out a way to 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 meet in the middle somewhere. Like we we understand, like I want to, you know, you know, make a million dollars doing podcasts. Well that's not gonna happen. So guess what? How can I get over that? Well, guess what? You're not gonna make a million dollars? I do it for the fun of it, right? I give wa- money. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if Kevin wants perfect sound, well, guess what? You're not going to get perfect sound, but let's find a way to maybe be able to edit a lot of those noises,
1: right? Yeah. Just speaking to the mic?
2: Yeah. So the idea behind it is that it's really, it's it's not, you know, it's it's a communal thing. So, yeah, Kevin could be pissing somebody off, right? But, you know, I could be pissing somebody off because I could be the one pissing Kevin off, right? At the end of the day, you know, it's 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 about communication, and usually, you know, this when somebody stops talking and they say, you know what, I've had it. That's when they're going to do a rash decision, right? They're going to leave. They're going to sell everything, you know. So that's you know that's the honest truth is that we we all piss each other off at times. The problem is, like, you know, you got to ask yourself, why do you do this? Because if you do this to gain fame, yeah, you're going to, you know. It's 2,000 people if you're lost. There's
1: easier ways. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like... Less effort ways to gain
2: fame. (laughs) You know, like, I'm going to learn how to skydive and jump off the, you know, Empire State Building. I'll be famous, you know, for 15 minutes. More famous than probably our stupid podcast. Because at least I'll, you know... But the idea behind it is that, you know, we call, like, something very... It's very easy to call it stupid like I just did. But it's not because it's entertainment, right? So at the end of the day is, you know, we got to get over you know, like, well, you pissed me off and I don't want to be here, you know, like, because at the end of the day, it's like, dude, if you don't want to be here, like, nobody's holding you. Like, you know, don't be here. So, it's tough and then sometimes I have to, like, tell Kevin, like, you know, like, you know, expectation or not expectation or whatever that we want to call it, you have to figure out, do you want to still be part of this or you don't? Do we need to keep going or do we shut it down? Like, Let's discuss it. Let's figure it out, yeah. and you know, because like you know, even now, like Kevin will be like a hundred episodes. I'm like, who knows? I, I'm, episodes? What? You guys giving a count? Yeah, like you know, like I I don't, you know, but I don't think he's even. Like I think he, he's also operates better when he has targets, you know, because I do it sometimes too. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do ten more things. Yeah. I might only get five, right? But I have a target in mind, right? I I I've always believed, and I'm like the kind of person is like I do it until I can't do it anymore for whatever reason. If mm-hmm. it's I'm tired, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. I I, I enjoy doing it, you know. Same thing with the heli
1: hobby. So, well, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, you could you could blame Kevin. i okay. like that.
3: I'm
0: gonna blame yeah. Kevin.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know it, how Kevin. we're talking about this, but yeah,
0: I don't know either. It was a completely <laughs> throwaway joke question, yeah. and he talks for five minutes. I don't know what
3: to do. <laughs> I love <laughs> hey, it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna drag you guys kicking and
2: screaming to three hours. We're gonna make this no happen Tune <laughs> out. All, right, let's All go. right, three hours. <laughs> Ian's like, I, I that's, told, that's I told Telerotor, I told Telerotor, like when you guys are ready to do a three-hour podcast, you need to call me and Kevin McGrady.
3: <laughs> We're gonna get you to four.
2: You know, you have some <laughs> an extra hour of spare bonus moments. Right. So
1: yep. So all right. what okay, else? Okay, so let's see. Let's now talk about some good stuff in the, some memorable stuff. So what is the most memorable or funny moment um that you had on the show? Mm,
2: I think the funniest moment that probably never and and I'm working on Making the the impact of the funny moment less impactful when Kevin tries to blackmail me is
3: okay. when I
2: had one too many drinks on the show. <laughs> Not <laughs> a lot of people know about that. Mm. Kevin is is holding that clip, and I usually oh. don't. Wait, yeah I more don't, than that episode? Huh? It was more than that
1: know, one episode. That it was. was you no, know, it was let. one episode.
2: So, like, honestly, <laughs> like. There have been, I could probably count, it's probably been less than three times that I drank one, while recording. I don't do that. Like, I don't, I, I guess I look at it as, like, I've done my drinking in the military. I don't need to kill my liver anymore. I need a transplant anyway. So, um. So yeah, like, I never really drank, but there was, you know, like, apparently, like, everybody else on our show, majority of the people on our show, they're like, I gotta have drinks, and they just start drinking. And I'm like, it loosens them up, whatever, obviously. I don't need alcohol to talk you know that's we're good on that but one night kevin pushed me right he's like oh you gotta have a drink we always have a drink yada 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 i'm like okay so for my birthday one year this was winter time if i remember correctly i was off the next day and my buddy uh, also my partner in the rental house business that i have gave me a bottle of kraken and it was right <laughs> at the time that the Kraken 700 released.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I'm, it's Kraken. It's Spice Rum would be great with Coke Zero. I drink Coke Zero anyway. Man. All I know is that I went to bed. I was wrecked. I was completely wrecked. I mean, apparently like Kevin was like deuces. Like when we were done like recording, like he was gone. Like, so it was just apparently me and Scott Graham. Like Scott was like, "What? What the? What the hell? I like I left with drunk Gucci here." <laughs> so I mean, it was just a lot of like. It was funny too because it was like it was like a life battery. If I could kind of like how it felt to me because I, I I was good. <laughs> and it, it was right before the outro. Like once I hit the outro, it was like I was out. You know, and all I remember the next day, you know, my wife was like, what the hell? Like, how much did you drink last night? I'm like, I, you know, like, I'll talk to you later. Like, I didn't get out of bed. My wife was mad. Yeah. I'm like, like, how many times I do this? Like four times a year. Like, whatever, you know. So I go downstairs and right, this was in the old house, right by my little like area, my build area and my desk where I had the recording stuff. I have a a freezer like, you know, just that we keep our meat and stuff like that. I pulled out a handle of Kraken and there was less than
4: half of it left. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow.
0: mixing those drinks strong.
2: Well, once again, I took like mission barbecue plastic cups. You put, Some ice, whatever, but, you know, they're (laughs) dark color. You don't know how much, you know, like, "Ah, yeah, that looks good. Throw a whole can of Coke. I'm good. Like bad mistake. That was probably the most memorable that I don't remember part of it, you know, and I remember it was Jason (laughs) Bell and we were talking a little bit about charge cases and stuff. So, Mm. yep, that was memorable on the podcast. But there's, there's so much, you know, like even talking to like really good pilots, you know, talking to Zum- Simone Zunter, mm-hmm. like the only yeah, female. That was
0: a yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah,
2: you know, like episode. it's it's to this day, the probably the only person in this hobby that made me blush. Mm-hmm. I'll wow. at that. This, we're talking international here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like it's cool because she's done or she went through the hobby way different than some of us, right? Mm -hmm. She's got sponsored, not because necessarily she got asked, right? She actually went and sold a, like a mission statement or what she would do and what she, you know, like, so it was very personal. So things like that for me. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was literally, she marketed, you know, the service of being a sponsor pilot, right? That's what she did. So it's things like that that for me are
1: memorable, like I never forget. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. All right. So I'm going to ask the same question, but this question has a caveat: something that okay. was cut out, and it can't be the Kraken story. Nothing to do with that that episode anymore. Okay. Something that was funny or most memorable that was cut out of the uh, show. Oh gosh, there's so much. Uh, uh, so much is at that cutting floor, huh? Cutting <laughs> <laughs> uh, floor, huh? <laughs>
2: well, you know, you see, we like Kevin started a whole thing where he puts all those, you know, uh, bonus moments, whatever they're mm-hmm. called, at the end. Um, sure. There's, there's so Outage. much. Yeah. The outtakes, yeah. Like, but they're not really outtakes because those are usually it's not like we're trying. We are like laying it out. It's like maybe that one we put in the outtake, right? Make it really low. Um, but there's a lot of those. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I think Simone Zunter. like we, it was the first time that we had to, and it's not necessarily that we adults, you know, can't handle it, but there was some discussions that I'm
1: like. It's too graphic
2: yeah like it was you know like straightforward like she was just being honest like she wasn't mm-hmm. holding anything back so it's not necessarily that we or you or you know the general populace of the show but I, we also know that even you know we curse a little bit but there's people that actually have their kids in the car with them you know yeah. so like yeah. we kind of had to kind of re and say okay this is we're gonna call this you know like not necessarily that it's completely like just you know you just almost you killed the cat you know like not that kind of stuff but it was just we wanted to soften
1: for for you know know, public air like that yeah
2: so you know completely thankful that somebody like that or others right are willing to share that you know but we we have to be responsible to a certain degree right you know don't don't do as i do don't you know because i wasn't responsible for drinking you know but (laughs) so you know, like we, we do our best. There's been a few instances, but nothing like we are hiding murders or.
1: No, no, but know. something that's funny or something that I was like, ooh, <laughs> you can't say that on this show. Come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, like we, we never had that. I think we've been pretty good at self editing too. I mm-hmm. mean, because there's things that, you know, Kyle Stacey knows that he can't release yet, right? So he's just not going to say it. So this way we don't have to cut it, you know? Right. If yeah. I know of something like that you know maybe was said like steve comes to me right and yeah we're on podcast and everything else but if you know if steve says hey this is between me and you like don't release it then i'm not going to say anything so we don't have to edit it but there's been instances like that where like oops you know we're going to do that so yep
1: all right so um hmm. that's the kind of questions i had written out
0: we're not going to ask about these dumb nicknames
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So how do how'd you get your nickname Gucci? So Gucci. we started this whole nickname thing for the show. Anyways, like who's who's bright idea? Yeah, who's this? bright idea and, was it? And this? I'm doing bright with really big air quotes.
2: I mean the main head, the same person you're blaming for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no. No, so I mean, we we always So Kevin gave me the name of Gucci. The way that came about was it's the Louis Vuitton custom canopy that I had for my Excel power. Mm-hmm. It's that white and red and has like yeah. the gold and black Louis Vuitton. And, you know, like Kevin, of course, Kevin loves to give me a hard time, right? He's a, you know, the ICK. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah, the way he is. Right. <laughs> That's what we love about I mean, him. Yeah. I love him to death still, even though sometimes he loves to, press people's buttons and I'm okay with that. You know, like i made my peace with it. I'm friends with him for a long time now, but he gave me that because like, you know, he was like, man, look at that Gucci canopy. And you know, like he just kind of added to it. And then when I pulled the canopy through the blades and it exploded,
3: of course, <laughs>
2: You know, Kevin goes to the next level, like, oh, you're Gucci Canopy. What are you going to do? Gooch, gooch, you know, like he just, <laughs> so that's how it started. Well, like, you know, like I've in the military, I kind of grew up with nicknames, right? We had a nickname for everybody, you know, like my in the military, the people that knew me or I've worked with for a long time, they knew me as Rook because it started as Rookie and then it was Rook as a chess piece because like, you know, you just tell me what you need to do and I'll go take care of it. You know, like I went all different directions. It didn't matter to me. So I was like, well, good. And then we start going with Kevin. And then, you know, like the, Kevin's, it was kind of like a dead giveaway. Like when he kept complaining about the stupid skids on the five, five sixteen, And it was like, Hey, I, I ripped up. I'm like, dude, like, like seriously, like, how are you the only person or, you know, like you, if you know they're that, you know, fragile, just don't auto anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Like yeah, some like freaking skids over here, you know, and that's, you know, and then we went <laughs> to skid marks and all that good stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, all right. but yeah, long story short, we kind of fell into it by default. And it's Kevin's fault.
0: So mm-hmm.
4: Blame Kevin He's
0: catching a lot of shit this episode mm. I, I didn't yeah. intend for that But oh, I'm not, not unhappy all. about it
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean we'll just have to figure out next next event that we meet up You know
1: mm-hmm. I'm going to see this weekend is going to hate me <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, Is there any other questions Or shall we move it on then We can move it Okay yeah, move it all right, we got the top ten shotgun round. Next. Oh boy! All right, um, how do y'all want to do this? I'll yes. go third. Oh boy!
0: All right, I'll go I'll second go, then.
1: I'll go first then, I guess. So I
2: guess I go one through. You go every time. Yeah, okay. you go
1: every time. All right, now Put quick me, questions. You know, let's say, let's say three or four words or less per question. All right, okay. pinch your thumb. Kevin. <laughs> No, that, That's wrong. That's the wrong answer.
3: <laughs> I just, you
2: said, you said, let I'm, I'm going for the win here, Kevin, right? <laughs>
3: right? <laughs> no?
1: I don't
2: know what trade that means, but okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just being stupid. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Andy's falling asleep. Ian, he always looks like he's asleep. Hey, yeah, he wants to go St- smoke a cigarette already.
1: Ah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, what? A vape. vape inside. All right. Go ahead, Steve. I sorry. I'm All right. right. All right. Starting over. Pinch or thumb? Hybrid.
0: Okay. So I do
1: both.
0: Okay. Nitro or electric?
4: <sighs> Nitro, baby. Mm-hmm. 550 and below or okay. – uh, let's create that one up. 500 and below or 550 and bigger?
1: Bigger is better. Right. Yes. All right. Uh, when was the last time you flew a fly bar? Helly. Never. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Sport or 3D?
4: Uh,
2: ah, 3D. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Strap on or strap off?
2: I'm a strap on kind of you know
1: boy over here.
4: <laughs> yeah, <Strap> buddy.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, cordless or brushless servos? Uh
2: no preference. Usually brushless.
0: Okay, fuselage style or pod and boom? What do you prefer?
2: Uh, both. Um, if I had to guess to say which one, like I barely go over, it's gonna be
3: a uh, fuselage. Okay.
4: Low head speed
2: or all head speed? Uh, low head speed. I
1: could do more with low head speed. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, and uh, urcha or smaller vents? Smaller events. All right. Nice. Awesome. All right. Okay. That was the top 10 shotgun round. Seven.
0: You get yeah. two shotgun sounds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> number, <laughs> uh, question number eight, the fuselage style or pot and boom. Before, it used to be like, as an example, you used to Goblin say like, or Goblin. everything else. Right. And now it's like, wait, you can't we really say that anymore. No. <laughs> no
2: like, No, like... I mean to be honest, it's like I think they both have their beauties, right? So they have their benefits and uh, in- yeah, like I don't, you know, like I really like the only reason I like, like the fuselage is because of the visual. Mm-hmm. You see it better. That's that's it. You know. Yep. So
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. That was okay. That was the stuff. All right,
1: Ian. We got a tech tip.
4: We do not this week. What the hell, man? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I suck. I'm an idiot. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have to look down and see, like, did he say it or did Andy push the button? Because it just sounds so clear. It's Mm -hmm. like, I can't tell.
0: He said it. Okay.
1: At some point. Tech tip. Just a tip. Yeah. Just a tip with that. Just a tip Mm -hmm. with that. Okay. All right. Let's move on to news and announcements. Ooh, yeah. Tell us, Ian. You're muted. Who's going to start this?
0: You have to start it.
1: Oh, me? Okay, yeah. so we got
0: news. And? Announcements.
1: <laughs> Ian's all muted. Here's a
0: tip. I'm unmute sure. your microphone.
1: Yeah, learn how to oh, use shit. the Oh shit. I button. didn't even realize Dang it was muted, sorry. You're all good. We got you
2: covered, Ian.
1: <laughs> <away>. Coming <laughs> in for the assist. Good, good job. All right. What do we got?
3: Uh,
0: Ooh. Um. We saw an up well th- Luca posted a video on Facebook mm-hmm. saying that he has regained his health some, somewhat it's been a long long time he was had covid he was in the hospital f- forever really really bad shape his wife is taking care of the company um so they didn't get to, to progress that much on the Flash. But now he's back to work. Things are coming along. The Flash should be coming soon. He's going to announce it at some point. And I hear there's going to be an Oxy USA warehouse. Yep. You should be able to get nice. stuff shipped from the inside the United States. Yep. So that sounds good. I don't know much about it yet, but... Just be on the lookout.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so. what else we got here? Scott Graham is back on Team A Main Hobbies.
1: Yep. And
0: uh, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Man, Haley Direct is announcing a ton of new people or people. Yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. You want to go through some of those? Yeah, I'm not.
1: sure. Wonder <laughs> site on Facebook, so I'll just kind of run down a list that I can see right off their main all right. page. So, congrats to all the new um, 2022 Helly Direct team pilots. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Britton Tucker, Angelo Almasari. Uh, let's see who else do we have: Jim Schuster, mm-hmm. Spencer Stevens, Nick Wisdom, Mike Dude Weatherly. Uh, Brian Birdsong, Uh, let's see here, Jermaine uh, Staywell. Marcus Kim. That's a big one right there. Yeah. Amazing pilot. And I think that's it. I think he's the one who started it all. Yeah. Nice. So
0: they're growing their team.
1: They're growing it big time. Heck yeah. Some really good pilots there. Cool.
2: And I I think they were on the team before, but the biggest
1: thing is their 2022 team. Yes, this is the newer yeah. members. I think there's you know members like yeah. Sherman. I think on Haley Direct, and there's you know there's definitely other folks on that team. Mm-hmm. Yep, so pretty
2: cool though. Huge. I mean every every new person counts on teams. They promote right, so mm-hmm. yeah. huge. You know accomplishment for them. Congrats. I mean I don't know if we need to say congrats to Marcus Kim. I mean you know right.
5: makes me
0: Hilly of... Direct. I think we yeah, yeah I was gonna <laughs> say I think we say congrats to Haley Direct. <laughs>
3: Good, <laughs> yeah, but definitely cool.
1: Yep. Yes, definitely good. Congrats, everyone. Awesome.
2: Yeah, because I think, like, for us, it was Eric Shue, BK Hobbies, announced Eric Shue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think he was announced before, but, he, you know, it was, you know, Bert felt like it was, you know, should be announced, right? So that came out. All right. But cool. Heavy Direct is like, whew. yeah,
1: man. Yeah, making some waves, right?
3: Eh? Yep.
0: Awesome. Nice.
1: Okay, let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby.
0: What's next for you, Steve?
1: What's next for me?
0: Quick, so, go, hurry!
1: Yeah, Fourth go. of July weekend. I am gonna take a no fly because Friday through Sunday, maybe even Monday, we haven't really decided. We might change plans. Um, the family and you, know, Maria and I, decided let's go somewhere that we haven't gone before. And I've never been to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, so I figure. Let's take the family there. It'll be fun. Oh, cool. Oh, so, yeah. That's the plan. And then, you know, of course, I'm like, who do I know in South Carolina? I know Kevin McGrady. I'm like, so, hey, give me some recommendations. What's the dude in Myrtle Beach? And he's like, um, uh, well, I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach this weekend, too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? All right. So I guess we're going to have to meet up one of these days and nice. get our families introduced to each other. So that way. They're a little more friendly at Heli extravaganza they all meet up again. So, yeah. So that's should be yeah. Fun. Yeah. Myrtle Beach is fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely a cool place. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited about and that. And it won't um, be at
0: all busy on 4th of July weekend.
1: So <laughs> oh, of course not. You know. It's all good, though. We expect that. I mean, you know, we're <laughs> in a family that goes to Florida between, you know, Christmas and New Year's is probably one of the busiest times, you know?
2: Yep. So. <laughs> uh.
1: You know, just make, it is just it
2: go is. on a helicopter ride. I'm sure it's not going to be long lines.
0: Uh-huh. You shouldn't have to <laughs> yeah. wait more than a day.
1: Yeah, a day. I'll <laughs> book it now for Friday. <laughs> oh, Lord. So it should be fun now. Um, yeah, and that's really about it. Um, I do have to fix my M2 Neo. Um, I didn't really mention it today, my my uh, earlier in the podcast, but I did fly that today a whole bunch, and I was trying out some some 3d printed parts i got recently and oh yeah what'd you get went and broke the 3d printed parts <laughs> what so, kind of 3d um, printed parts yeah so you know shannon was there at uh dragonfly of course as, yeah. he, as he goes and he had a bunch of these you know these 3d printed parts from this thing called team hardcore products and you oh. know there's some 3d printed blades some you know skids um Tail fins and other wait, parts m wait, 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 wait.
0: 3D-printed blades?
1: Yeah, I don't have them here because they're broken and they're in the garage right now. <laughs> well,
0: how did they work?
1: Did they fly? <laughs> okay. The 3D-printed blades, And my surprise, now, I had, like, very low expectations. In my surprise, they flew pretty well. Oh. And the best part about it is they're orange because it's the color. Oh, that's I got. nice. I got everything, right? Like, everything is orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today, Um <laughs> to be is that, orange. Oh my God. When, when that sunlight is hitting that helmet, oh, it's, like, it cool. it's like someone's holding them, uh, flying in the daytime. It's like someone holding a spotlight at night. Yeah. The, the, the disc oh. pops. The disc Wow. Is, you can just the full time as you're flipping and doing anything. Mm. So I like them. Um, first crash, they survived. Second crash was more of a tail, you know, kind of blowout and then just yeah. like whack into the ground and that did not survive.
0: Yeah, but that does. Um, I mean, that's
1: that's you know not terrible.
0: I mean, they didn't break in flight.
1: No, they didn't. I mean, that's you know, what bra- surprises I like me. Flipping, you know, do what thing. type of
0: yeah. material? What type of printing process was it? Or can um, you tell?
1: It was you know with regular FDS like you know filament like you know the mm-hmm. like layer process. The um, the one thing I can tell about the blades and um, just all the three D printed parts is that their layer height. And like, um, hold on, my cat freaking ripped my stupid headphone cord out. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, the layer height on this is super, super fine. Like, like, uh-huh. it's, you know, like from a distance, you would think that this is actually a piece of ABS plastic. Yeah. As you get closer, wow. you can definitely tell that it's, you know, it's 3D printed and, you know, obviously like, you know, the tail fin, it's very thin and you can tell it's 3D printed, but. Yeah, the main blades were, like, it has a, a symmetrical airfoil. Yeah. Um, they're normal size blades, you know. They kind of look, you know, like a normal, I guess, like a micro-heli or any type, you know. Yeah. So it's just a mm-hmm. single blade that kind of goes out. It doesn't really, like, taper like the the regular okay. M2 blades taper in. Um, but, yeah, they flew fine. They did flex a little more than the MT blades, but, right. I mean, it was fine. Like, I That's flew the crap out really of really cool. Yeah. I
0: didn't... Would never have thought that. I thought they would yeah. explode as you pulled it up.
1: Right. I thought so too, you know. But yeah, the amount of material, and, and you know, we're going to actually get the these folks on the show.
0: So. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. So we're going to talk about nice. all about their, their design and how they do it and stuff. So. Sweet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. Who's next? We didn't go yet. Andy, Ian.
0: I can uh, go. Or Ian, uh, you go.
4: Okay. okay well,. For me, i uh, be working pretty much all this week, be on Discord. Uh, I am going to try to get some wrenching done in between all that because I am going to be crashing at a uh, local Planker Funfly. fly. Um not going to be like all day or anything. I'll probably stay for a few hours because I'm sure it's probably going to be only me bringing helis, and they're probably going to want me out of there quick anyway. But so figure I,
1: Go there, do a couple demo flights, and then head out. That's
4: yeah. All. Mm. allow
1: them and leave them
4: oh yeah <laughs> so i i definitely want to bring the black nitro <laughs> i want to make some fucking noise but yeah. um
1: Got it, nitro is just great like even plank, like even you know plankers they love nitro just to see it you know and like smoke drill and stuff
4: absolutely mm-hmm. and really it's a pretty good field you know that one meme that i made that had like a picture of like uh patrick stewart and it was about you know a club member coming to greet me and then sees me unloading helis. That's the field. I did that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a great field. It's kind of like from where you're standing on the flight line and then where you actually, you know, you know, where the actual runway is, it's kind of a little uphill. So it's a little, it's a little weird, but you know, it's, it's still a pretty decent place to fly. I mean, um, the tree height in the background is not too, not too bad. I definitely got some flights in when I did fly there. So I figured I'd just go ahead and hit a couple of the plank events. It's like, I got one coming up this weekend and there's actually another one in, uh, Warrensburg here in a couple weeks that I'm going to go over there as well. And there are some hella guys out there. So I figure I'd do like a one day trip and go out there. And Warrensburg is like 50 miles from my house. That's nothing crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to squeeze some flights in this weekend. I am gonna be dodging a little bit of rain though. They're actually calling for uh, like forty percent chance of rain Saturday and Sunday. And then uh That's
1: gonna be course, fantastic.
4: Yeah. So
1: no, no, you know what that means, right? What's that? That means there's probably gonna be a little bit of wind and that means no one's gonna fly. So you'll you it's not like you're gonna be like waiting for people to land to take off or like, oh, can I go? Is it my turn, you know? They're all going to be exactly. sitting like, nah, oh, I'm not yeah. going to fly now. I'm not going to fly now. Or if so it's mist
0: go, and well, rain, they won't fly. So you can go out and fly yeah. in that.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I, I've flown in a little bit of rain. It doesn't really bother yeah. me. Oh, so you actually don't um, get some good amount of flights in. Oh, yeah. So it's like if, if I don't get the Black knight for and running, I still got the NX4. I still got the Drake. Either way, I'm still making some noise. Um, And really, the last time I went out there and there was like any really good amount of people. I mean they were they were pretty cool I just because at the time I didn't live too far away from there so it's like sometimes I'll go there when there's people there and it's like one of those clubs that it's like uh they have like a locked gate but I message somebody on Facebook like hey is anybody gonna be at the field they're like yeah we're at the field if, if the gates open come on in if you got your AMA so it's just like yeah sure I'll drop by and typically whenever I go it's like yeah I'll be at the far end so you guys will have plenty of room to fly so um oh, yeah, so pretty, you're
1: the one who segregates yourself. It's not like they ask you like, oh I mean, we're kind oh, of scared no, no, of you. Oh no, no,
4: I've been there a few times. I oh, mean okay. Yeah, I mean there has been a few people that like
2: <laughs> he, He's self identifying, like, no, I fucked some
4: shit up right in front of <laughs> like, I did it. I <laughs> no, don't know like, one of me the did. times I went, there was a couple of the old plankers that were, you know they were just chilling in the you know, in the clubhouse. And like when I got done flying, i went out and grabbed the heli and as soon as I turn around you see the two of them just like leaning up you know it's like oh yeah I know they're talking some shit Mm -hmm. but no uh, no I'll go out there yeah
1: it's um yeah it's interesting okay
4: cool Yeah, yeah it's gonna have some
1: fun Next oh, time they're... you next time you drive over and like we meet up, I'm gonna just give you a plane so that the first thing you take out is actually a plane and they're gonna be like <gasps> <laughs> And they're like, fooled you, look at these seven hundreds
4: <laughs> What I should do is like when I pull up, I've got a couple of the rubber band airplanes that I've gotten for the kids where you wind up the propeller. Oh, no no no, like you a...
1: gotta get like something like an RC plane. Like you pull out a balsa plane, and you are gonna be like, Oh, okay, that's nice.
4: And then you pull out
1: like all these heli <laughs> things that they never fly the plane. <laughs> you just leave the plane there. I'll be like, No, and then whenever I ask you why don't you fly the plane, Blake?
4: It's too windy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I think I might end up doing that. Oh, just be fine. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Like I said, the only plane I've got is like one of those little rubber airplanes, so I can probably, you know, I can pull one of those out and then just pull, start pulling out goblins. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, the only other thing I got lined up uh, for the weekend is <clears throat> just spend the rest of the weekend with the kids. uh I, We've been kind of talking about hitting, like, some of the walking trails that are, like, around the house. You know, matter of fact, like, one of the flying fields, it's in one of the, you know, one of the decently sized parks in my area. Because, like, there's, like, an intersection there. You can go to, like, a a tennis court. You can, you know, there's, like, several different places where you can hit the trails. And, of course, the flying field is, like, right in the middle of all that. And then, of course, you know, some of the places that I go to to go fishing, which, you know, we all know... Fishing's ruining my hobby. So, um, yep. yep. No, it's just
1: ruining a um, couple podcasts. That's all. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. Bikes and, and reels. Jesus. Yeah, bikes Can't take this Gosh. anymore.
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. I'm going to
2: rage quit now. Oh, we're going to start <laughs> getting like.
3: Oh, as shit. a
2: matter of fact, I'm going to go take the bicycle rack off my camper and I'm going to melt it on Facebook Live. Just to show my... I
1: am trying to anecdote. send a message, huh?
4: Damn. <laughs> I want to see this shit. Oh, shoot. Write, <laughs> damn it, Kevin, on one of the bars as it melts. Yeah.
2: Never riding a bike. <coughs> <laughs> I but should no, that's... find a Huffy. I should yeah. find a Huffy and put it on that rack. And be like, yep, got my Huffy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Little bell. In there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put a little tassels on the handlebars.
2: Of course. I'm okay with that but <laughs> I'm, I'm mad enough it's okay <laughs> uh,
4: but no as far as my think, week that that's what I've got planned okay cool all right
0: it's my turn
4: yeah finally yes, sir. yeah you all right,
0: I have a I have really big plans this week all Ooh. right so first I gotta get the 580 raw nitro in First thing I'm gonna open the box. I'm gonna take out the mm. canopy. Mm.
2: you
5: gonna, gonna smell the canopy.
0: I'm gonna smell it. <laughs> I'm gonna stick it on my head. Oh. Okay. I'll look in the That's mirror. The probably take it off my head or start rubbing it across the rest of my body. <laughs> and then I'm gonna take do the same thing with the boom. <laughs> and then I'm gonna put it, in it back boom. in the box and put it on the stack of unbuilt stuff
4: <laughs> i got the perfect meme
2: <laughs>
0: so that's my plans
2: andy why don't you just pack everything that you have for it in the box send it to me and by the time you get up here i'll have it built for you, you
0: ain't you even built, built yours by. now you're
2: gonna build mine
3: <laughs> no like, that's gonna motivate
2: me to build both
0: you're gonna build that's them gonna two two gonna at gonna a time have, now uh,
2: Oh yeah, dude, it's gonna be like freaking the you know, Ford assembly line over
0: here. <laughs> Two
2: hands. <laughs> you know. Um
0: so I don't know, we'll see. I might <sighs> shit. I say this every week, but I need to finish this stupid ass specter that's sitting here on my desk with dust all over it.
1: Before you work on it, take a picture of the dust. We wanna see. Like yeah. take a flashlight yeah. and like take a nice like Oh,
0: it's got dust on it, trust yeah. me. I'll I'll send you a picture. Um, I need to finish that, and I really would like to get that 580 built in the next two, three weeks. Because middle of July, I'm heading up to Ohio to see Mr. Dan Turiak. That's the only reason I'm going. So I'm just going to go up there.
1: I'm honored. Slap him upside the head
0: and then drive home. (laughs) No. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to actually talk to you, Dan, about that trip, too. Um, okay. But we'll talk after
0: the show. Um, yeah, other than that, I really need to get that M2 set up, start flying it, practicing. Mm. Mm, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll kind of <laughs> see, see what happens. I don't like to overcommit myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say, oh,
4: yeah.
0: Right, I think exactly. you just
4: don't commit. I think that's the yeah, problem Yeah. yeah, exactly. here. yeah. Uh, trust me he's committed to this meme i'm working on don't
0: don't commit and then when you produce something everybody's like oh cool Uh,
2: well you know what they say if you don't commit you can't quit
0: right exactly you know Mm. exactly perfect all All right right, that's it for me what about you dan you got anything coming up in the next (laughs) couple weeks
2: so the biggest thing you mentioned it steve i get I guess needs more info. We'll get you the info you want. But uh, the biggest thing is the Ohio Haley throwdown Mm. July 14th to the 17th in North Mm -hmm. Jackson, Ohio. Yeah. I mean, it's starting to stack up. Like, yes, I don't. I mean, we have Chris Diamante coming. But other than that, like we hoped we had Mitch Morozes, but he's got other plans that Mm -hmm. we understand.
0: But the biggest thing is. You're going to have me. Am I not worth anything?
2: No, like... That, yeah, we I'm keep coming. The, listen, I don't yeah. want everybody to just rush. You're going to have
0: half of the Free Fall RC podcast I know.
1: there. Yep. They I don't mean. even show up to my, our Free Fall podcast. <laughs> 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 yours. Gosh, you
2: guys. <laughs>
0: We're killing him. I don't. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> have a
2: choke. Choke to death. Just, I feel the love. No, so... No, it's, it's crazy because you, Steve, you, Andy... Um, then we have a ton of people coming from out of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I just found out today that we have people coming from Toronto, from Canada.
0: Oh, nice. Damn. Yep.
2: Nice. And they're looking for blood. They not only want to compete in the uh, amateur throwdown, mm-hmm. but there's a certain Canadian, Diego. And I know this sounds weird. I heard but about Diego. This. He is ready to take home, reclaim the uh, drag racing trophy, and mm-hmm. take it home. Mm-hmm. So,
1: real quick, what competitions are uh, events you know do
2: you so have here? So we're going to do an amateur throwdown competition, an amateur okay. so three like D to flight. Yes, yeah, right. You know, okay. you three minutes. You get music if you want to. If you don't want, that's fine. But obviously. Mm-hmm. The judges will look at not necessarily how low you go, but like you know, just the flight. You know, right? Which There's no set maneuvers. There's none of that. You know, how much like competitive movement. You know, maneuvers. Yeah,
1: like or how many things
2: you like. Yeah. For example, yeah. last year we we it did not matter if you're sponsored or not sponsored. It matters amateur from your skill. That's what determines you. If you're going to be allowed to be in a competition. That's my wheelhouse right there. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at it. It's a cash prize. It's going to be donated by the heavy heads. That's what we did last year. And to be honest, like we didn't have, you know, the the amateurs that entered last year, we had five last year. The guy that won it was uh, Zachary Friggle scopes that we refer to him as nicknames. We love nicknames, but (laughs) What really took it home is that he attempted a rolling circle. He, it didn't come out as good, but guess what he did? He went right back to it and did it again and came all the way through.
3: Nice. Damn.
2: Right? So that's what stuck with the judges. Everybody else had great flights. Don't get me wrong. Like Mike Lawrence threw down. He was like smack flying. But the judges that we had last year they thought that that's what Zach did, you know, which was something more technical. Plus, mm-hmm. he actually did some smack a little bit. That's what won it, you know. It's that simple, you know. When we do the three minutes, that's just as a tiebreaker. So, if let's say they have two people that you know, in the judges' opinion, they were great and they should be first, then it goes to who the closest to the three minutes are. So, if somebody. Lands at three minutes and ten seconds, and somebody lands at three minutes and eleven seconds, then the person with three minutes ten seconds wins it.
0: Okay, Just so it's it. not like a maxim, like no, max, like no, max no, of no, three no. minutes where you land at two no. thirty. It's try to land at three minutes. That's right. Okay. Just like a target.
2: You Mm -hmm. know, like now, if you're out there and it's like freaking seven minutes into it, we're probably going to tell you to like land after five minutes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: You know, but in all honesty, it doesn't matter if you go over, you're under the closest Mm -hmm. to three minutes in a tiebreaker event.
0: That's cool. That's a good idea. That's actually, that's
2: fun. Yeah. And then, so, you know, we did two last year. We did that and we did drag racing. Well, this year I want to do just one. And then the idea was thrown out there for an impromptu auto rotation instead of the drag race, right? But there's also people interested in drag racing. And I think that for spectators spectators and the fact that we have ex drag strip,
0: right? Yeah. You gotta would, do drag racing.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I I think what's gonna end up happening
0: what do you is ex drag strip. You guys have a it's a drag strip.
2: So it's a, it's an old 3,000 foot runway. It was an old executive airport that okay. closed down. Then it was a drag strip and then they turned it, you know, when they got too noisy, they shut that down and now it's the RC club. Oh,
1: okay. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. do a drag race there.
2: <laughs> so I think we're going to like most likely, I know I have two so far. I got Chris Diamante and I have, uh, Diego from Canada that are interested. To, I mean, Diego is coming packing he's coming out with a TDS for this bad boy, you know? So just saying like, it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to be able, like last year was, what was it? Like, like a logo four eighty
0: one? I, think. I don't second? remember. Yeah. Game
2: second. Yeah. It was like, so just because somebody like comes with a TDS, it doesn't mean that you with the goblin 500 cannot win it. Just be, mm-hmm. being honest, you know, it's all about technique. It's all about God forbid something gives when you're running at 3000 mm-hmm. RPM. Like, I don't know. Like it's, so I don't think people should be discouraged. No. Yep. Uh,
1: yeah, just do it for fun, if anything.
2: Um. Let's see. So I got that. I'm with Andy on the building side. I got to get my raw 580 Nitro done in the next week or so, because that's going to put me on target to get it done by the throwdown, which is in two
0: weeks, give or take.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Andy, like I'm saying, like you better not show up without a Nitro. Like I don't care, like, but preferably... Oh, now,
0: see, now you're putting the pressure on me, so there's no way it'll get done.
2: I think it's gonna be done <laughs> because we're gonna have a <laughs> tandem: me, you, okay. and Todd do that.
0: Okay.
1: With what, all
2: 580s? Have, yeah. Do you have a nitro?
1: I'm gonna hold out until I, you know, drive my cracking five eighty nitro in, and then I'll I'll buy a five eighty nitro. You're yeah. yeah.
2: You you could get in there. We can have a four some. It's okay. Okay. Oh you know i'm done so i th- i think that's going to be you know kind of what i have planned for right now is get ready for the event let me know like just to kind of give you a heads up if if you talk to anyone that might be interested and they want to come with a camper give us a heads up and the reason why we asked to give us a heads up one if it's a oversized like more than 30 feet let us know uh, and the reason being is we want to know who's coming with campers because
0: so you can stop event, flying so they can drive down the runway. Yeah,
2: I was about to say, Wait, so you can tell them you, not to drive down the runway. You, you know Charlie's going to want to drag race again down the, the,
0: the runway. We need a know? camper drag race. Yeah, you know.
2: Um, <laughs> so the biggest thing is that I want people to know is that we do have old taxiways around the runway, mm. right? And the neat thing about those is that if we look at the weather and we have you know any kind of rain or anything like that, We'll try to park everybody on concrete,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. right? So I know how many I have coming. Then I could start planning, okay, the outside is going to be on this side. They're dry. They don't get stuck. You guys could, even if it's rainy, like you could still show up and know that you're not going to get stuck or have any issues. That's all. Mm -hmm. So super excited. Get ready. There will be food and andy could probably speak to that the food that we had last year is the same organization it's a yeah. non-profit reach for veterans mm-hmm. and i kid you not funnel cakes ice cream corn dogs
0: yeah that's they, what well, they have like a trailer or something or like yep. a food truck sort of a setup and they were making all kinds of stuff whatever you want
2: Yep, whatever you want they had it so mm-hmm. you know let us you know if, if you guys reach out to you know, Steven the guys on here or to reach out to Daniel Turiak and on Facebook and we'll get you guys sorted away and hopefully we we'll see you in two weeks.
0: It's gonna be fun.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's All it. All right. That's it. All right. Uh do we have any listener pipeline?
0: I don't think we do. Not this week.
1: Okay. All right. I'm gonna say let's uh skip the wrap up just because uh well Kevin's not here, but I, we didn't even say why Kevin's not here, huh?
0: <laughs> no, we didn't. We talked about it last week. Yeah, Picking yeah. Up the, or gotcha he's that. going to Jersey.
1: Yep, Jersey. He's going to Jersey. Yeah, he's. I think he's flying there. Um, figuring out what they need to throw away, what they need to pack, how big of a U-Haul, all of that stuff. Mm. Kind of get that final move uh, planned, I guess. Yep. And I guess do stuff around the house, prep it for sale, and you know, get on the market and all that fun stuff. So yeah, Good mm. luck. Good luck. I think he's only up there for a week, but uh, he's gonna need more time to get that done than to get all that yep. done. So. He
0: may already yeah. be there. I'm sure he's super excited.
1: Oh Do yeah, you? back in Jersey. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure. Don't <laughs> wish what he's going through on anyone. <laughs> but all right. Um, yeah. So Dan, uh, thank you for taking the time My to man. come on our show, uh, being a you know guest host uh, with the Fellow Podcaster series. It's, Awesome that you made the time. Appreciate now, it.
2: I appreciate it and thank you. You know, I've followed you guys for a long time. And I think we appreciate, you know, from the heavy heads from Free Fall, from the other podcasts, we appreciate doing what we do. And I appreciate you guys for inviting me because mm-hmm. it's it's an honor. No matter, you know, even if I do a podcast myself,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's it's awesome to hang out. It's awesome to get to meet people and we do it all on a kind of like a free channel to say just about anything we want to say, you know, so yeah. thank you. And, uh, can't wait to hang out with you guys soon. Yep.
3: Yeah,
2: All man. kidding
0: aside, Dude. go, go check them out. They do a great podcast. Last couple episodes have been really good. One with mm-hmm. Todd Dudek was mentionable. Todd was a lot good. of great stories. Daryl yeah, Thorpe. Daryl. was a very,
4: very good episode. Yeah. Really enjoyed It'll it. It'd be hard to clean up after that one for sure
2: celebrity status like mm. he's at a different level than we are but
4: yep. he's just a hobbyist great dude yeah great great dude so okay. check him out yep awesome
1: alright well on that note thanks to our listeners free our skies and we'll see you next time right. bye bye, bye, you bye everybody. check out any other podcasts besides ours Mr. Kelly Head. letters we got for the three hours to go guys.
2: yeah i'm gonna show up with a v with a v control classic i do have one yeah like a beat up like freaking Kraken nitro we like feeling paint off of it. <laughs> but, like I got a camper. I'm happy, okay? Like back off. Yep, I
1: hear <laughs> um three thirty two, three thirty two, episode three thirty two fellow podcaster series like Oh my god, it's the fucking longest title ever. It's pretty long. <laughs> if I plow it in day one. Our one is like
2: I guess I'm eating churros and I'm having a great time, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, like if anything, we get to have more fun, you know, because then we'll just hackle everybody on the West Coast.
0: Yeah.